and welcome to Reckless Moves, episode 45, a D&D podcast where we record friends, family, and fools playing D&D 5th edition with some house rules. I'm Michael Cremain, I'm Dungeon Master. You can find all about the characters you're about to meet at RecklessMoves.com to play along the home game. We have a great cast today. We've got Twig, a halfling rogue. Hey baby, I'm here. We've got Mark Whale, a dragonborn sorcerer. Hey guys. Got Talveth Truestorm, a dwarf paladin. Who has betrayed me in my kingdom? I I, I don't I can't answer that question. We have Serial Asgard, a wild hunt cleric. How's it going, everybody? Crispin Ember Fury, a fire genasi barbarian. Oh yeah, ready to kick some giant butt. And last but certainly not least. Rin an Elven Ranger. Frost Giant, Schmash Giant, let's bring on the fire. <laughs> okay, well, uh, we'll try to bring the fire. Uh, before we do, I have a question. How many paladins does it take to change a light bulb? Two, one to put in the new bulb, and one, another to uphold the light. Oh, oh no. Anyway. Alright, in our last episode 44, the party went through kind of a uh, fun blue portal, found themselves in an ice cavern, uh, fought some yetis, freed some entertaining snow leopards, and headed deeper into the caverns. When confronted by some guard frost giants, they used a token which they started with the ring from the defeated general, Tally Brimthy, to pass some guard posts. This helped them find a lower level of carved stone caverns without too much conflict. They did run into some giant ice toads as they explored the cavern, and then they did find themselves an entryway into, they think, the lair of Jarl Grugnar. Uh, they were able to take a recently freed token and the ring to convince the guards that they are here as guests, and they were uh, escorted into a cavern as a room. During this kind of awkward visit, um, barely convincing them that you were actually guests, they discovered a captured and manacled storm giant named Horla. After talking to her telepathically and then uh, Twig sneaking in and freeing her manacles, she proceeded to kill her cloud giant guard and the party made a plan, if you can hear the air quotes, to use Horla as a prisoner to attempt to cl get close to and maybe defeat one Jarl Grugnar, the king of the frost giants. So we rejoined the party very early in the morning after their, hopefully not last, long rest. And party, it is very early in the morning. You have completed your long rest without incident. I will remind you that you have seen a guard in the main entryway to this section of the caverns. To uh, You are in a, um, you're being very quiet. You are in a guest room without a door. There's just, you know, quick kind of caverns to walk in and out. To your west is the freed storm giant, Horla, that uh, Twig freed the manacles. And there is one dead cloud giant who um, you don't think has been discovered yet due to the lack of screaming and yelling and alarm sounds. So 
we wait, we regain, uh, rejoin the party. Um, party, what do you do? It's early in the morning after your long rest. Um, I would like to begin this with a question. Uh, has dawn passed yet? It is just past dawn, correct? And I think some of the party, uh, um, you know, you re reset your spells or those that can um, set spells every day have done so. Uh, the, uh, I don't know if you used the tiny hut, did you? The night before? I, I don't think we did, did we? Um, I believe so, because every because we had my sisters and everybody in there. That's right. That's I right. stayed out. Because you don't really need sleep as an elf. You did yes, your meditation and guarded. There's something so, I'd like to do, if possible. Sure. Um, is there a wash basin somewhere in the room? Um, there is a wash. There is a wash basin, and there is a um, a bucket, which luckily has a cover for those evening activities. Okay, I um, actually want to uh, go over to the wash basin mm -hmm. and take out one of my dusts of dryness. Okay. And put it in the bottom of the dust uh, wash basin. Okay, so you have a uh, that would basically contain that water in a small area, correct? Well, it, it contains up, up to 15 cubic feet of water. Okay. So you have, I'd say that's probably about two or three. No, I, I'm actually then going to take out my decanter of endless water. Ah. And, and I am going to, first I'm going to start, I'm going to say uh, fountain, which produces five gallons of water per round. Okay. And, uh, so that's going to overflow the bucket. Well, is okay. Five gallons of water would overflow it. Yeah. I, I thought, wouldn't the dust of dryness uh, absorb it? How much? So let's uh, let's look at that item. 15, 15 cubic feet of, of water it, it absorbs. And uh, the only thing is how quickly it would absorb. Okay, it. but it says you use an action to sprinkle of it over water. The daughter turns a cube of water into one marble side pellet, so you can't leave. Uh... I'm trying to fill it, is what I'm trying to do. Okay, you can make a. Over time, you can make one cube. Uh, 15, 15 foot cube yeah. worth of water? Yeah. Okay, so I'm basically going to fill it up and then I'm going to, you know, pat it off and put it into my pocket. Okay, so you have a, okay, you have a lot of water in the, in that dust of dryness. Yes, that's all I want to do. Sounds good. Anyone else doing anything? What is your, uh, what is your activity this morning? Uh, I'm just going to be getting up and prepping my stuff for today. <laughs> Not really. I'm going to check in with my sisters. Um, they are, they're meditating really well. They, you know, the same as you, they, mm -hmm. but they're, they seem a little distant and I guess the closest word I can think is sullen. Okay. They appear a little, a little bit staring off into the distance. Um, I'm going to actually go to Bira mm -hmm. and I just want to, you know, uh, how was your night? I know this has been a very eventful 
day for you? It's a little overwhelming. It's, uh, I gotta be honest, I, I, I always dreamed of getting rescued, didn't expect it by you. They told us you were dead. Shocking. <laughs> oh, I hear were, you. You know. I... We thought you guys were dead. In fact, um, our parents thought I was dead until a few short months ago. Oh. So, I mean, I want to hear it all, but right now we've got, we're in the middle, like we keep going deeper into danger and trouble and like, are we going to live? That's our hope. Um, I think what I'd like you guys to do is stay hidden here where it's safe while we okay. go. And um, you should be with the, with how echoey these caverns are, you should be able to hear if things go awry. And um, uh, here, I want to give you some of these things. Okay. Um, so we gave them some weapons. And... Yeah, you have a, a you leave, one of them has a dagger and a shield. Mm -hmm. Two others have uh, longbows. Okay. Um... So I believe Bira has the dagger and shield. The other two have just longbows. Have longbows? Okay. Um... And just remember, even though they were taken at a very young age in the scheme of human life, they, all people in your kingdom learn to ride and shoot it's just been a long time. Right. So they're not going to have experience or practice doing that. Right. So so I'd like you guys to just stay here and stay hidden. Um, maybe stay under the bed. Um, and then when we're done doing whatever we need to do and dealing with uh, the Frost Giant King, then we will come back and, and get you. All right. If anyone comes in, we'll just defend ourselves or yell. Yeah, absolutely. And um, if you need any, do, do any of you have the ability to cast spells? No, we, I mean, we never do those, that kind of training. Maybe, Although, maybe Talpeth could uh, pull out a couple of puffballs to help defend them. I was thinking about doing that anyway, just grabbing two puffballs out this morning, regardless. Right. Okay. Okay, and uh, while they're doing that, I'm going to um, I'm going to spend ten minutes casting alarm on the front door, like on the the entrance. So anyone coming in, it's not you. Yeah. Okay. Can you you set alarm to anyone but you? Is that how it works? Or is that so, leaving? <clears throat> uh, da, 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 da. I can designate creatures that won't set it off. Okay, so all of us wouldn't set it off. All of you. <laughs> um, and Mia's Orla. Set it right, okay. Uh, but if anyone else comes in, it'll make the sound of a handbell for 10 seconds within 60 feet. Oh, are you casting it. it on the door of our room, or are you casting it on the main door leading out of this chamber? The, the main entrance. The main so, entrance. So, so to the right, there's still that stone. So that's not... But you could cast alarm on this gap here um yeah it just has to be no larger than a 20 foot cube which i think that fits yeah it's five it's you can cover that that whole entrance yeah 
So, Great. so that is alarm. And they're all they're all properly armed, right? They don't they're not wanting for any armed weapons. They have two longbows, like I said, and a shield and a dagger. So they're they they're as much as they have as much as they can. I have one short sword that I'd like to give them as well. Okay, so then Beer will take the short sword and put the dagger away as a better yeah. weapon. That is a better weapon. And you're throwing out three puff balls to guard them. Is that what you're doing, Telfeth? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, roll your. Uh, so this is the bag, uh, bag of tricks. You reach in, you pull out three puff balls, and as they come out, what comes out? Um, one badger and one panther. You're not gonna roll through all three. Uh, I'm gonna keep the last one just in case we need it in battle. Okay, so a badger and a panther. Percy the panther and uh, Boris. Bruce. Oh. No, Bruce, Bruce the badger. Uh, yeah. Both of them. Uh, you, what is your command to them? Protect both of these ladies three. to make sure they don't get hurt. Or Oh yeah, three ladies. That's right. <laughs> Alright, they they basically hunker down at the foot of the bed where these guys are going to be hidden. So that is, uh, you have an alarm, two pet guards, and three armed sisters. The Avalie sisters appear to be hidden in this room. What now? We should ask Australia to come with us or to stay here with them. Um, I say stay. Yeah, she, she does say, like, I think it would be, yeah, I'll be glad to guard, but if I hear things going on, I'm going to just stay here and guard them. I do have some spell casting capabilities. And you appear to not need too much healing, so. Okay. Send me a message if you need if you want me to come out and help. Sounds good. That's probably the safest bet. Okay. Alright, so know... what's our what's our strategy here, guys? Do we know what time that they're coming and getting us for the meeting? You don't. So I am super tempted. I have a potion of invisibility that it might be in our best interest if this goes south that I should invisible snake up behind How long is that everyone? Last? One hour? A, yeah, that's an hour. And how good are you at sneaking, Talfeth? <laughs> I'm a little clanky. <laughs> but I think we need somebody that has battle capabilities to be able to sneak up behind everybody in case this goes south. Problem is, is I feel like Crispin is just gonna go blaring into the situation. No sneaking necessary. It's not Crispin's. It's almost like you need some type of rogue to, to sneak up <laughs> behind the enemy. Hmm. Yeah, I would say- like, Don't you have from... to be attuned. So Drelia goes, uh, so, uh, um, Remember every time you failed being sneaky before you told me? And like you tried to be sneaky in the battle and we hear noise and mail and you're wearing plate mail. Come on. Mm -hmm. Plate mail, you run in, you don't sneak. Yeah, but I don't think, you know, I mean, Serial, do you want to go invisible and sneak or? 
Uh, I feel Crispin's too fiery at this point to go sneak. We need somebody told, that I'm, has like. Not a, okay, Talifeth, great idea. Uh, let me, let me, let me, let's put a pin in it. Um, and let's just, you know, maybe leave the sneaky, sneaky thing to the guy who constantly sneaks off and doesn't tell us where he's going. Because. I wonder who that is. I, I mean, I mean, you know, just between you and me. I was me, just thinking if we have to lop his head off, you know, it's good yeah, but we're not gonna. There. You're not gonna do it in one hit. It's a. Are, are you thinking of lopping oh. off a head of a frost giant in one hit? It's not gonna I, happen. I look at Topheth. Oh, Wilm and I, I will talk at, about it. I look at Topheth and and I and I say, do you remember that time that I did ninety points of damage, in one shot? I think I could take <laughs> care of a, 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 you know, doing a little damage. I guess I we're just, Twig does is does really good from behind. That's what the ladies tell me. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I didn't mean to say that. You, you, I mean, you, you, you walked into that one. I really did. Um, no, none of that. That's not oh, our. Oh, you appeal to my puerile side. Yes. Question: <laughs> Does the potion of mind reading? Okay, I know when I cast, um. Oh, Zone of Truth. They know that I've cast Zone of Truth. But this cute little bottle of uh, Potion of Mind Reading, can anybody tell me if they know if I drink it and I can read their minds depends. without them knowing? It depends. If you try to go deeper, they know. So, if they, yeah. If they fail, if they succeed in the in the throw, they know. But if they, if, if they don't, then... I think they still know, but they just no, failed. They don't Either know. way, the target knows you're probing into its mind. If you go okay, deeper. Okay, that's what I was wondering. It's a, no, it, but the potion of mind reading is basically, it's not a surface thought thing. Anytime you use detect thoughts, the person you're targeting knows you're doing something. Mm. If they succeed or fail is how much on the no, wisdom no, no, saving I, throw. I thought detect thoughts was you know the surface thoughts, and if you go deeper, that's when they have to make the throw. That's what I thought. Could be wrong. Uh yes. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Surface thoughts and deeper thoughts. So depends uh, okay. on what you do. Yeah, that's So what do you the... think? Do you well, want me to take it? Do you want me to give it to one of you and you take it? Just to let you know Somebody I, should know. I have detect thoughts as a spell already. You do. Uh, so I mean I've got some pretty good spells lined up. Okay, but... it should well I mean this way you don't expend a spell slot so you know there's that um and we need it well i i don't mind i don't it. mind it i don't mind expending spell, slot, spell slots unlike some people <laughs> we we'll hold on to every it. spell slot <laughs> <laughs> we also need uh someone to that could talk to the rest of us without them knowing to tell us ahead of time what's happening Ooh. uh i don't have that ability does anybody I, I I have message. I can, can I can cast tongues on somebody. And what, they... What's the lighting like here? Um, the lighting everywhere uh, in this cavern is dim light, so it actually never gets dark because of the luminescent glow of the whatever's on the uh, rock surface. So. 
in dim light because my description is uh, let me find it um, I am invisible to any creature that relies on dark vision to see me in the lighting I guess sure so would I be you know well I don't know if you know if giants or uh, Nanarv the I think Nanarv was a gnome so it well can my party but Nanarv was not a the the party uh the party would be able to see you in the tiny hut okay as soon as you're in out of that that you would as you you have the basically invisibility that is your cl- uh, class and, and okay and race racial trait. Okay. Uh, well, Serial, you uh, you said you could cast the tongue sing again. I could. Uh, yeah, I think I think that you should do it on me again since the giant was talking to me yesterday. Yeah, just last night. You mean the storm giant? Correct. Yeah. So we can for the igum. Or what was that again, DM? Horla igum is the name. Okay. As opposed to Sheriff Wiggum. Okay, so what exactly are yeah, they're different. doing? One is a storm giant, and one's a fat fictional character. So Brownie, what, they both done? could be fat. They, I don't know. No, she was not fat. She was extremely tall. She was buff. What, what exactly are we doing? Are we having an audience? Are we ambushing? Like, what are we doing? Because if you guys I don't mean, know, then Crispin and I will make a decision. Yeah, I'm ready to go in there and at least let him open his mouth for a minute before I shut it. Well, I would <laughs> like to invite Horla to join you guys in the vanguard of our little party. I well, think you, that might set the wrong the, tone. Well, the second she comes out, they're going to attack. You know oh, that. no. I think we need to keep her in the wings and then let her know what's going on yeah, so I, she could join us at the right time. Yeah, so if... Trillia uh, uh, speaks up for the first time. Any, could you make her invisible? I can. That's a really good idea. I think we should definitely make her invisible, and then she can Ooh. come with us, and we can know what's happening, and she can be re- there ready to fight as long as she's on the same page with us and ready to you know, listen to what he has to say at least for a minute. Spell or potion? Well, I have a potion, and I can stealth over and give it to her. And 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 then uh, uh, Marquail can tell her to hold on to it until she needs it. So we get the most amount of time out of it. Does that sound good? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Okay. So I'm going to roll for stealth then. Okay. Uh, wait. Before you leave, yes. um, should I be casting tons on somebody? Yeah, on uh, Marquell. Okay. You know, I can just go since I'm kind of invisible to you guys right now. It's likely I could be invisible to others. Well, let's roll for stealth. Both roll for stealth and whoever's more stealthy can go. Okay? Okay. Okay. Sounds good to me. What did you roll? 
I rolled a 17. I rolled a 27. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> also, I just, I mean, she has seen him before. Yeah, so, so she knows who I am. That's yeah. true. So I, uh, um, I'm, I'm just, uh, did you cast the tongues yet, Sarah? I cast it on Marquail. Yes, okay. Okay, so, so I, I go ahead and I go ahead and you go ahead and tell her. Yeah, tell so her. I'm going to message her say, "All right, uh, we're ready. Uh, I'm sending that little sneaky guy back over uh, to give you a an invisibility potion." And uh, so the way, so our plan is that we're going to go. We're going to go to the meeting, and you're going to come with us invisible. We're going to give the king a chance to speak, and then we're going to kill him. Sounds good. How, what is the, like, is there a, a cry or a, what is the announcement, or how would I know when to come out and attack? Or am I just following you, like you're going to message me to follow you? When you're ready? Uh, no, you're going to be coming with us, but you're going to be invisible. But so, how would I know where are you when you leave? Um, I can't see you from here. I'll message you. Okay, I made the body look like it's sleeping. That's good. Thanks. Okay, so Twig Twig sees the the, the conversation and starts stealthing over. Okay. Uh, Twig, you sneak over. Uh, as you as you uh, um, as you move across, you as you hear, you are being you are basically more or less invisible because it is dim. To your right, you do see that there is no there's no uh, frost giant here, but in this from this angle, you do see. A little more into this room and you don't see any you don't see anybody but you just see that as you turn the corner you do have an angle here cool uh, so you see a little bit into that room uh, and uh, as you sneak in you see the dead body mm -hmm. and I give uh, give her the uh, potion of invisibility and then I she would... reaches down because she's been holding the manacles like it was on her. Yeah. And she just reaches down, grabs it, puts it like wedged inside her waistband. Um, she is now, apparently she had some clothing and hopefully they don't notice, but she is dressed as she was. I look at her and I say, nice guns. <laughs> she doesn't understand me. And, and, I, and I also like to loot the uh, dead body if I can. Is anything on there? Uh, there is. Well, are you? How much are you searching here? Should I roll investigation? Um, there is. I mean, there's stuff on the table, okay. and I'm not sure if you can stay stealthy and get this, or just note it for later. Okay. But there are on the table a bunch of like silver bowls and platters and stuff. You didn't really notice this before as you were going in and out and trying not to get stomped on by a cloud giant. Right. So there's a couple flagons. 
that have like ivory and that ivory inlays and gems on them. So probably, is there a, is there a bowl with uh, gems in it? No, okay. the the platters are worth. You, you'll have to assess this when you take I'll it out. I'll assess it later. I'll just make a mental note for later. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I I go ahead and stealth back. Okay. And she uh, waves a little bit, puts her hands back up on the manacles. I give her a little salute. Okay. She appears to be ready. Um, uh, actually, as you turn this corner, too, out of the corner of your eye, um, you saw some someone move. Like, just wandering kind of back and forth here. A uh, big frost giant is now... You know there's one down here. Okay. Um, did not see you, but wandered over this way and is kind of seemingly wandering back and forth. Okay. And I'm back in. And I say, I, you don't. You saw them there. You don't know where they are now, but you saw definitely saw a frost giant wandering in that cavern. I let everybody know as I pop up, and, you know, un, unstealth myself. All right. One giant. Okay. Are we doing this thing? Hey. I mean, yeah, well, what are we doing? <laughs> are we going to wait for an audience or what are we going to do? I mean, <laughs> I don't think we should wait for an audience. I think we I, should well, know. Tell Fifth, what do you want to do if you don't want to wait for an audience? Just go and attack all of them? We should demand no, an audience. I, I yeah. Yeah, let's just go demand an audience. I, I think don't think we should demand an audience when they already have an audience. I think the element of surprise would always be good to have. What are we talking to him about? I have no idea. Here's the thing though. If <laughs> if we if we That's go, why I use air quotes on plan. If we if we go and demand an audience, we're just making ourselves more suspicious and then and then they're going to be more on guard because we're being assholes and we barely made it in here in the first place. They're going to be more on guards? <sighs> they're going to be more on guards. Oh, more on guard. Yes. I say we just we just I say we just go down there and hit them when they don't expect it. How do we do Okay, these are all fine things to say. What are we doing? <laughs> well, we And can how start do you Okay, and so how do you deal this with This is a very like rare occasion where summer attitudes will stop and think but how do you hear <laughs> how do you even i do... mean i know we were said to like find him but what was the reason we were sent to here to find him i mean are we supposed to kill him or are we supposed to talk to him well, also some... also okay. we uh, do uh, know that he's partners uh, with suladani uh, yeah he had an arrangement so, with suladani he had an arrangement with suladani so you're trying that I'll, I'll refresh your character's memory because your characters remember while the players may not yeah. uh, <laughs> the characters would remember that there was a there was a partnership with three different giant clans hill giants frost giants and fire giants gerald grugnar the king of the frost giants had the longest relationship with suladani and there appeared to be a portal leading here there may be a portal leading out. You don't know, but they have had a long partnership, and for all we know, also, she may be here. Also, 
before his death, Grumagak talked about Frostraiser, and maybe Frostraiser is somewhere in this place. So there are a few there are a few reasons. Oh yeah, I mean we talk to him and then we kill him. Uh, if, if we see Suladani, I'm, I'm not okay. holding back with her. Who's the only one that can really talk to him, though? Technically, right now, Marquail. And technically, so... also, would be the hammer of Telfeth, but, yep, you know, there's not going to be much I don't talking. know if we really want him to talk. Um, hey, hey, can you guys ask <laughs> your weapons? He's going to go die. Die, die. Because we, we heard that they were all kind of forged at the same time or together, right? Can they detect if Frost Razor is close by? Could you ask them? Ah, oh, good question. You asked that before, they cannot. They, they, well, so, uh, Black Razor can detect the presence of enemies, but they can't, you've already asked if they can detect Frost Razor, and they cannot. Well, well, they weren't, well, they, were, they were, well, they are all sentient weapons. They, they were not forged in the same place. Does Wilm know anything about these giants that might benefit us that they're... Yeah, they're big uh, and bad and we want to smash them in the chest and the face and the yeah, neck okay, and the feet okay. and the balls and the... Yeah. Is there anything them. specific that we need to know about... Yeah, they're big you know, and we smash them! Weaknesses? Yeah. I mean, very well. Their heads and their feet and their balls and their... their their knees and their elbows. Okay, okay, your your answer is very underwhelming. Let's move on. Oh, so... that's a good one, man. That's good. <laughs> underwhelming. I get it. I ask, I ask Wave if he knows anything about this storm giant in the next room. Uh, big? They use a lightning stuff? This is Wave I'm talking to. Oh. Well, I don't really know why I would know about the... Why would I know about giants? Giants don't swim in the water. Why would I know about anything? How would you do with giants? I mean, come on. They don't even sing. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, who needs them? <laughs> Black okay. Razor, do you detect any creatures nearby within 60 feet of us? I do. I detect three to our east in that room I told you about yesterday. There's three in there. There's a... Uh, yeah, there, there's there's three. I think we saw one of them, but there's two in there we didn't see. And there's not. There's also that giant to the west, and there was another one, but they're gone now. Gotcha. Hey guys, do you think we should take out the people in that room? So that they were awfully noisy and nosy yesterday, don't you think? Here, we should, I, I don't here, like that. Here, here's the there? thing. Here's the thing. The guys, we were talking about taking out people. Okay, 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 okay. Cool. Um, there's a whole camp. We take out one little group, they get suspicious. Who's the newcomers? Us. And are we going to be able to take down an entire encampment of frost giants and other things? And ogres? No. So, so killing what things... If we, what if... you, you, you did see in what you were told was the storeroom um, in, in the... Um, right, there are a bunch of creatures in there. Well, yeah. they were there yes. Whoops, wrong one. Uh, they were there yesterday. Uh, 
I think we should go for our audience and maybe only have half the party be verbal and talking and the other half be sneaky. How do we do... Okay, again, great ideas. How do we execute on these ideas? What do you mean by sneaky? How so do Saria we even... will talk because she can't be quiet. And Marquel will talk because he's the only one that can speak giant. And we need one more. By the way, we only have an hour on that spell. So... Then let's go. go now. Then we should get going. I'm going to sneak in the back because, uh, I mean, if they have dark vision, then I, I mean, do you guys can't really see me right now. Did so... I roll for stealth again? Do we I know that there's not. even a back to the place? We don't know anything. Sorry. Uh, y yeah. So. Okay. So how about you give a suggestion instead of? Wanting? I suggest we wait for the audience and we go and we talk to him like normal. Well, we and... only have that. Yeah, that uh, tongue spell lasts an hour, so... I can cast it again as it gets closer if we really have to. The thing is, I suggest we wait for the audience so we don't have to sneak around and, and get suspicious and fight another uh, a, a group of people before, because if we fail, we're screwed. We get in there, we have a little chat, and we see what's going on and then if we need to kill him, we, like, bar the room or something, and then kill him. Uh, you know what? I mean, if, and, we go, if we go now and surprise them, we probably get a lot further than if we well, wait for our audience when he's got all of his guards right around him, and he's on his guard. I think that's who, a good point. Well, how do we even do any of that? If we don't know what we're... I mean, we'll have to do some scouting and figuring out what we could even do before we even say, yes, let's do it. You know so, what? Um, Here. How about I go and scout? And then I'll tell you what's going on. Sounds good. Let's go. Yeah, no, 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 no. We just stay here. Visible. I'll go. <laughs> um, and um, <laughs> the walls, do they look slippery? Um, they do not. They do not okay. look slippery. They're they're stone. It's cold down here, but it's not frozen. Okay, so I'm going to stealth. Let me roll my stealth. That's a 22. All right, um, pretty stealthy. I'm going to stealth down to where we think the, um, the king's cavern is, but I'd like to do it by walking up on the walls. So I'm gonna kind of stealth down to, uh, like where the room starts opening, and then I'm gonna climb up the wall. So I'm kind of up by the ceiling. Okay, so where are you sneaking to? Um, so the the big cavern. So where um Twig saw that frost giant kind of pacing. Okay. I'm gonna just sneak in the hallway, and as I get close to that cavern, I'm gonna climb up the wall and be kind of by the, the ceiling as much as I can, kind of like a spider in the corner. Okay, so you can... Go on this, down on this south. Yep. On this yep. wall? Yeah. Okay, as you turn here... Well, first of all, as you as you came here, you see no none of the ogres that were camped here. They okay. could have been assigned somewhere, but you, do, you don't see, at least in this angle, there were ogres sleeping in this larger room to your southeast. Mm -hmm. You don't see any of them. 
Okay. Um, as you turn this corner, you also see into this a little bit, a little bit in the room, but without going in this room to your northeast, you can't really tell what's in there. So if my dark vision you, is activated, I go ninety feet. Right, but it's there's so no yeah. there's no <laughs> angle to see. It doesn't matter ninety feet. You can't see around that corner. Okay. Cool. So as you head here, you're basically invisible, and I'll say you. How far are you going? Um, I'd like to go until I see the end of the room. Okay, so 90 feet. Oh, you see a long way down here then. I'll tell you, I'll show you what you see. Ooh, um, okay. You see a frost giant who's basically kind of hanging out here. Um, in the room right south of you. He's just kind of leaning against the wall. He looks like he's a guard. He looks pretty bored. Okay. Um, he, now these ceilings are about between 30 and 40 feet tall, depending on where you are. Mm -hmm. So you can either continue on and try to go above him. Um, or... Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to uh, try to go above him. You actually see something else in okay. your, There's a, on a ledge in the next room to the south, you see just far enough to see that there's another frost giant just sitting down on this ledge. He has at his, uh, um, sitting around a bunch of rocks. There's this bunch of like he boulder, so like for to a giant, a, a normal palm sized rock, bigger than your heads. Okay. They're sitting around a bunch of rocks. So he looks like a guard as well. It looks like he's yeah he's sitting. They both appear bored. There's, there's their assignment, but they they don't appear very attentive to your eyes. But they are able to you know see visible things. Their guards for this whatever's down there. Okay, um, I'm actually gonna go ahead and go back to the to the group. Okay. okay. Uh, as you go back here, to mm -hmm. your east. You do see that the table is empty. Remember, there's the table in this guard room to your east where you first met. You didn't get his name. Um, you met a guy named Inar who's small, but the frost giant that was taking, uh, guarding that room where there's that big horn hanging mm -hmm. from the ceiling. Right. There's, there's no one there. Okay. So maybe this is before meeting times would occur. Okay. The rock is in place, though. It is not open. It's in place. Okay. Right. The, the, you know, that that's kind of think about the like the big rock pivot door. Um, I'd like to go into that room um, in the, the northeast and just not go in it, just peek around the corner. So, um, again, I'm going to climb up to like this ceiling and just peek in and see if I can see the expanse of the room. Ah, okay. Um you do see from where you are as you peek around the corner you see Nanarv uh, there are some cots in here and there's an oh you see one ogre okay you, 
that's what you see. Uh, one ogre and uh, Nanarv, they're both sitting down at the foot of the bed. They appear, one of them, the ogre appears to be shining um, a battle axe, like, uh, sorry, sharpening a battle axe. Nanarv is just sitting there and he has a book open and he's writing things in it. Okay, um, I'm gonna go back to the group. Okay. All right, I'm gonna tell everybody what I saw. Um, and uh, I hate to say this, but Sariel appears to be right. If we had just stormed <laughs> that little cavern, we would have just been met by a guard of no importance. So I think the best way to get around him because I saw two guards, but no king in sight, and nothing that really looked like a throne room. So I'm thinking, you know, if we follow Sariel's plan, that we can <laughs> go in. <clears throat> I know, I was waiting for it. Um, <laughs> we just go in uh, with our tokens so that we look legit. And then um, we go and have our, our audience and I just remembered that I'm going to have to not be invisible because, well, I'm going to have to be one of the people in the party, not stealthy, because I was the one with the ring. How so, does that work? Can you just appear visible? No, to it's just if, if anybody has to rely on dark vision to see clearly, then I'm invisible to them huh. in, in like dim and dark. Huh. So right, the, you do remember in some of the bigger rooms there were torches in sconce in like holders in the wall. So mm -hmm. you don't know if there's dim light everywhere, but you do remember in the front guard room. There's actually places for that in your room. You just didn't light them, and there were pl there's places along the the major room's walls where there could be torchlight. A matter of fact, uh, you don't know if you don't know if frost giants have dark vision right yeah not something you've ever so asked we'll see we'll see so so i think we have to follow sardale's plan uh, uh, so now this is now it's about 6 30 a.m and as you were coming back brent i will say behind you you did see just in the time for them not to see you, that you saw some torches being lit by the frost giant in the first room. So maybe they're just, you, maybe they're coming on shift. Maybe they just, you know, don't don't care until it's time to be on guard. Yeah. But these tor these torches, think about it as a torch for a giant. They're massive, and they produce a big amount of light. Because remember, they did see you in the front room because it was lit by torchlight. All right, so what are we going to do? Should we wait? Do we know what time our appointment was supposed to be? No, uh, they just said they'd squeeze us in. They said they squeeze you in in the morning. They didn't say what time. Well, that... that spell is gonna wear off so i can only cast it you so know many more times how about we play it like this i'm gonna try to get that lady's attention i'm gonna go and look for that lady and say that i want my audience now 
what lady or maybe just ask when the audience is and if it's really far out then we can just be like we are pressing business matters and we'd like to see him sooner rather than later blah 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 i i think that your audience was one of the first in the day but they didn't say what day it started maybe just ask what time it is so then we don't we're just so we know well, I didn't see her, so we're going to have to go and walk around. And make sure to put on a fake British accent just like Serial just did. Um, how does this sound? Oh, does lovely. this sound okay? I think that's... It's that's pretty terrible. Posh. I don't know what... Why, why, are you, why are you talking? Does, does you this need to sound, sound posh. Wait a minute, 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 wait a minute. Does this sound okay? Who am I casting tongues on now? I thought it lasted an hour. It's only on Marquail. Right, that's fine. So Marquail, if you're going to do the talking, you got to be up front. Yep, I'm prepared for that. Okay. Tortures made him less of a coward. All right, so. <laughs> He's always been awesome in my eyes. Eh. He's. Well, how about we go and ask that one frost giant when our thing is? The, the the bookkeeper. The one, no, but the one guard. And then maybe he can go and find uh, out uh, for us. All right. Uh, Marquail, you want to? I have, I'm going to pull out the uh, token from the bag of holding. Okay. The token. And I'm going to give it to Marquail so he has it. Maybe just stand next to him and let him do the talking for you and just show the ring. Yep, and I'm going to kind of whisper in Marquell's ear and then he'll interpret for me. Is your marching order, generally speaking, Crispin and Serial up front, Talfeth or Talfeth up front? Talfeth's usually up front. And then Serial... Since we're leaving the others, I'll be in the middle. Okay. All right, just asking. Well, for right now, it's going to be Bryn and Marquell up front. I'll be behind those two. Well, yeah, but I'm just talking about like normal marking Oh, yeah, order. normal. Oh, yeah, normal. Yeah, that's normal. normal. Normal, I'm either in the middle or the back. I'm in the middle, usually. But, yeah. you know, I'm Mark, I'm, I'll defer to Marquell. Okay. Because he's my awesome senpai. Uh -huh. Yeah. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> All right, so you guys are going here. Are you and t telling your friend to be, are you, as you're heading down to talk to this, um, this guard to ask him the question, are you telling Porla to turn invisible and follow? Not yet. Okay. Not yet, because we're, we're going to, I think we're, the idea is to wait till we have the... Well, okay, so, have the audience, right? yeah. so Frost Giant goes, uh, hello. Uh, I, you show, you see, you're, there, it is a well lit by torchlight now. So, uh, hello. Oh, uh, sneaky. Have, oh, I see. Uh, what you, um, your audience, and then, uh, eight o'clock. So, about, uh, by this time, with all of your discussion and your talking and your debating, uh, your audience is about half an hour. Okay. And as I will say, as you guys are down here talking to 
here you do see in the distance a frost giant just sitting there about a bunch of rocks it is now there are now torches lit so it must be getting near you know time for work or whatever and you find that down to the south everything is lit by torches so that you would have it would be well lit so that Bryn's not invisible to anybody all right all right. Um, I'm going to kind of whisper to Marquel and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, be like, is there any way that they could see us sooner? And I'm just going to look important. This guy spoke common, which, is, oh. un which okay. is unusual. You've never seen a frost giant that spoke common before. So apparently closer, somehow this is, this one guy is able to speak common. Ah, you speak common. Yes. That's unique. We're not all ignorant, you know. Hmm, I never thought you were ignorant. Um, is there any way that the king could see us sooner? Well, he comes out about 8 o'clock. I have some pressing business, and I'd like to see him sooner if I could. Uh... Rin, it's only half an hour. Let's not push it. Okay, so I can ask but not be pleased yes go ask okay so he takes off down around this corner out of sight um what are you guys going to stand there uh are we are we still within 120 feet of orla um yeah okay uh, how long does the spell last the invisibility lasts for how long one hour, an hour. Or so, until an hour until the first attack, but she hasn't taken the potion yet. So then, right, an our, hour from 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 when Mark Whale says go. If our audience is in half an hour, maybe she should go ahead. And we got rid of the giant. Maybe we should go ahead and have her come and hide in a corner before the giant comes back. Or or take out that giant on the ledge. I think that might cause alarm if he all of a sudden died and there was a storm giant standing there instead. Not if he looks like he's sleeping. How but then, did we, but I then don't... she wouldn't be invisible anymore. Yeah. You know what? We're not there. We can't hear you. We can't talk to you. So You're all there. We're there. Oh, You're all oh, together. Oh, okay. Look, guys, I thought we were on the let's not kill randomly and try to make it look like stupid things so we don't attract attention. So, <laughs> so what are you doing, guys? Why don't we have Horla come down here? Yeah, have Horla it's, only follow been, us. it's only half an hour. Until okay, whatever. Day. I message her to come on down. Bad okay, she, you, you hear her go, okay, and uh, Orla is stealthy right behind you. She is invisible. We might as well push forward. I say we just push forward since, you know. Yeah, let's we... go far as far forward as uh, before somebody stops us or says something. Exactly. We okay. Always, I don't even know why ignorance. I try with you people anymore. Well, we can always plead ignorance, <laughs> especially you, Saria. I thought he said follow him. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Just stop right there. I will follow you. Okay, as you, well, I'm going to tell you what you see as you stop here. Um, the room ahead of you, now that you have a better point of view, you realize is, is pretty large. There is a, it does correspond a little bit to the map you got, but the map you have is very inaccurate. Um, it seems things aren't exactly where they expected to be. 
So as you turn you, from the front, you see this corner. To your left, you see a couple openings. To your, on the ledge, on the opposite side of the room, you also see a frost giant sitting around a bunch of rocks um, with, it has to be like 10, you would call them boulders. They would call them, you know, hand-sized rocks. And sitting uh, aside, beside, there is a wolf sitting on the side of the... Um, is that a throne? That is a throne. There is no one there at the moment. I love wolves. Just a wolf sitting down at kind of the base of the throne. And you guys are at the entrance way to this. The guard on, sitting on the thing looks at you guys and doesn't really react. You gonna stand there? What are you doing? You, you're basically at the entryway to, a, to the throne room of huge cavern. Well, if they're not stopping us, let's push forward. Yeah, I say we just go in and like wait at the throne, basically. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where are you stop? Are you going I, all the way I, to... Th I want to go where I can see into those other two rooms. Okay, like as... Right there. All right. As you... Uh, to the north of the throne room, you see what appears to be a forge of some sort. And there's a bunch of crates. And you do see... A bunch of crates that you can see. There's an entry, a, a, a passageway to the right. There's also to the to like north to the northeast. You see a, a passageway. That's all you can see. And to the southeast, you see uh, another passageway. There's no no apparent other places to go. And so now. Where did he go? So the frost giant that went, it, it apparently went this way to, I'm sorry, the frost giant you saw just as you rounded that corner went down to the uh, southeast passageway. Ooh. You want to keep walking, guys? Want to keep walking? Walking? Are we walking? Walking? We'll be walking? Walking? Whoops. Walk, walking? Maybe? Walking? I say we stay right about there. I mean, we don't need to go any closer. But we'll see. We can see pretty much everything, right? Let's look in that little corridor on the... There is a second piece. wolf that pads his way out and sits to the right of the throne. Kind of like... They look like they're trained to just position themselves there. Wolfies. They're not my thrag, though.
Okay. So what are you what are you doing? We're 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 kind of uh, scoping out the situation. Um, I would tr I would try to stealth and and hide and do all this stuff, but we're kind of like caught in the crossfire of both these guys. I don't want to do anything suspicious. All right. I've learned my lesson. We kind of just have to sit and wait, I think. Yep, you guys are waiting, and then eventually, um, out of the southeast, sorry, out of the southeast, you find the, I can't select that. Um, you don't see the frost giant that went to the south. You hear a... And you hear a bunch of sl smashing and slashing. And to the southeast and out of there comes whoever did the... Whoever did the, the scry on Jarl uh, Grugnar... He appears on one throne, and there is a frost giant woman on the other. Uh, you don't see. You do not appears. Like well, they came out and there? they sat down. I just. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I thought they were like boom there. They came out and sat down. <laughs> Here we are. Sup, bitches. <laughs> I don't know why That's they're Italian. I, to to I don't know. Why, I don't know why they're Italian now. <laughs> Welcome to my giant kingdom. <laughs> It's a me. It's a me. Grogna. It's a me. Jaro Grogna. Jaro Grogna. And now they're Swedish. Yeah, <laughs> anyway. They're very diverse. Imagine that's uh, the frost giant one in the bottom right corner who comes out. He is bloodied. He has blood running down his cheek. It looks like uh -oh. he's been beaten. And uh, the it's all quiet. The guards on the west and east, um, you can see that there's a path up to those, but those elevated guard posts in the throne room, they're all of a sudden, you know, standing at attention. And behind you, very you you don't know this because it's invisible. But Orla is positioning herself here. Ooh, okay. And then uh, Jarl Grugnar finally speaks after everyone pays attention. All right, who has such a bug up their ass? They wake me up in the morning early after the wonderful celebration we had yesterday. You better have a goddamn good explanation for what you have to wake me up out of nothing. And that's where we're going to take our break. <laughs> Yay! Yay! I love pissing off giants in the morning. I mean, I don't even know why I even try anymore. It's just, it's just, I would have thought, although I would have thought you would have loved pissing on giants in the morning. That's weird. 
You made it weird. Why did you make it weird? No judgment, no judgment. Why did you make it weird? Make it rain. All right, time for our break. This is Michael Cremeen, Dungeon Master, for Reckless Moves. First of all, we want to thank all of the listeners. We've got people in seven countries now. Um, oh, actually, sorry, I just looked. It's eight countries that listen, and that is amazing. We totally appreciate it that you take your time to play along with our silly game. You can follow along with the characters and look at their character sheets. There's also a listener's guide giving some of the major NPCs at RecklessMoves.com. You can look at Season 1 on that site and, and or the players and find out about both. And the where we make those character sheets is on D&D Beyond. We love D&D Beyond. We do our source books, sometimes our modules, our encounters, our initiative tracking, all of very cool tools, including the character sheets, which are incredible, at dndbeyond.com. We'd like to thank our audio sources. We have our primary one, audio, A-U-D-I-I-O.com, audio with two eyes. You can get licensed content for podcasts, for films, for lots of uses, and you can get annual or lifetime licenses for licensed music. We also use Creative Commons music from Serpent Sound Studios, Tabletop Audio, and FilmMusic.io. We want to thank technology providers, Blue Microphones, QSC for mixers and monitors. We'd like to thank Sennheiser for headphones. As always, you know me, I'd like to thank Coffee. Coffee is my prescription for becoming a human being every single day. Coffee, it is life. Want to thank Anna B. Meyer for making incredible maps for our adventures in Greyhawk. You should really check it out, AnnaBMeyer.com. I also encourage Dungeon Masters. There's some great free tools, but there is a donate tab in the bottom left. Actually, it's the donate button. A tab would be in the bottom left. A button would be in the bottom left. Or a link. Donjon.bin.sh. D-O-N-J-O-N. Bin.sh. Some great tools for Dungeon Masters. Donjon's awesome. Donate if you can. I would be remiss if I didn't make a announcement of some new house rules. You can check those out at RecklessMoves.com. Well, we want to thank the players that put their heart and soul into this thing. It's a lot of fun. You guys are so entertaining when you, I don't know, break every plan I've made for about a week. <laughs> I, I love you guys. And I want to thank our listeners because it's, uh, it's a lot of fun to uh, do this podcast. We're glad that some of you uh, listen along with our characters. All right. With that said, let's get back to the game. What will they do? Oh my goodness. It's getting tense. 
we're back from break. The party has decided to go into the main throne room and we see a couple frost giant guards. We have an invisible Horla. You don't know where Horla is necessarily. And the Jarl Grugnar has just come out and said, why did you wake, you know, what, basically asking why, who's here and why did they wake me up? So let me, let me paint a picture for you guys. The, ahead of, you guys are kind of in the center of the throne room. To the west and east are a couple guard posts where there is a frost giant sitting around a bunch of boulders that are about the size of their hands. Straddling the throne room are two white wolves. You see from the, uh, using the mirror of the past, looking for Jarl Grugnar, you, you recognize that Jarl Grugnar is sitting as one throne and a female frost giant sitting beside, you don't know her name. The poor frost giant that was sent to go and fetch and ask if you can have an earlier audience comes back bloodied and beaten. And we resume there. So the, the Jarl has just asked, who comes here to like disturb me? And why after the celebration is this in common? It is not. So, uh, uh, how close are we to the end of the hour? Because I, I would know. It's been half an hour. Oh, okay. It's been half an hour with all the dialogue. Now, behind you, all of a sudden, you 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 do detect that um, right behind you appear Nanarv. They they walk in. Well, this is being yelled. And Nanarv and two ogres behind him. Uh, Nanarv says in in common first, hey, this was our meeting first. And then in giant, you only Jake, uh, Mark Whale hears, uh, we were supposed to have our first audience of the day. And then these guys come in ahead of us. What the hell? We've been here waiting for two days. Mark no Quayle. explanation? Nothing? Like what? Mark Whale, that's all you. Yeah. You have to be the one to talk. Okay, so I say, well, uh, they they told us that our meeting would be here today, and but they never told us when, and then when we went to the guard to ask, they said they'd come get you. Yeah, we, we uh, we took care of him a little bit in the guard. The, the frost giant guard kind of winces. Like, and he says, and to remind him that we don't get disturbed until time for audience. Well, what do you want? Are, are you, you interpreting you, this for us, Mark Whale? Yes, I am. Okay, so they're used to this, by the way. They're used to some one person speaking or speaking on behalf of a party. So you translating. I'm assuming you're translating in common. Yeah, to them. it's a common like 
going back and forth between common giants, common giants. I understand. You You're ask inter- him if he can speak common. So that the rest of us can understand him. Yeah, push, push, push his buttons even more. Right. Summer. Uh, I don't. Okay. I turn around. Karen <laughs> wants to know if you speak common. I don't speak that garbage language. This is the land. This is my room. This is my domain. You speak yes. my language or you get out. Got it. What do you want? You come in here. You come in here with the ring of Brimthy. I haven't heard from him forever, but uh, it's got to be important. So, what do you want? Tell him we were told to collect frost razor. Okay. <laughs> I tell him that. What? Wait. No one would ever even know about that. This is not adding up. Guards! Roll initiative. <laughs> Shit. <sighs> How come the people <laughs> who are supposed to be good at talking <laughs> weren't talking? I don't know. Okay, Serial. Uh, I got 15. Okay. Crispin. 22. Mark Whale. 20. Nice. Bryn. 20. Telfeth. 20. 20? Mm-hmm. Okay. Twig. 23. God, nice one. If you're going to have good rolls, do that. Now's the time. <laughs> okay. Um, wow. Um, let's see where... Oh. Okay. As this heals guards, up on the ledge, you see right behind the guard here, If the grab a great axe and swipes in a surprise attack with advantage as to kick off the combat, you see Horla standing on this ledge trying to cut off the head of the frost giant guard. Okay, cool. It's a First attack uh, hits. Nice. Are you actually chanting that? No. Okay. (laughs) And the second one hits. So that is... Wow. Wow. First attack, 21, okay. Uh, 
you see this frost giant having, like, look behind and just gets slashed across the neck and starts bleeding down from the neck and tries to smash him on the other side of the neck to take his head clean off. The second doesn't quite cut his head off, but he is inst he is bleeding profusely from his neck with just two strikes. And then... All right, so bleeding, bleeding badly after just those two attacks. And then, throws, remember me, throws some lightning out of his fingers, or her fingers, directly at Jarl Grugnar. Uh, he makes a saving throw. Takes full force of the lightning damage. And everyone, oh, everyone within, within 10 feet. That's also wow. the wife. Oh. Who does make a saving throw. So, uh... He takes 54 lightning damage. Holy shit. And that, does that wolf too? Does, does that take uh, any damage? They're not 10 feet. Oh, they are 10 feet. The one uh, is. Just yeah. one second. Um, the, he takes 54, she takes half. So. Um, the wolves are. The one wolf is out of range, the second one is. So roll a save there. Fails. Um, the wolf on the right is bleeding. Just blood starts pouring out of his pores as the lightning shatters, hits Jarl Brugnar, and forks out and hits his wife and the wolf on the right side of the th uh, where you're facing the left side of the throne mm -hmm. the the one on our map for those in the podcast mark w2 yes. <laughs> takes is just bleeding out of his jowls and the his fur is smoldering and smoking it is looking poorly looks like one of crispin's crispy critters all right now since that kick that was a Surprise round. We are now in order of combat. Uh, with your rolls, it is Twig, Crispin, Bryn, Marquail, Telfeth, Serial. Oh, wow. <laughs> Against awesome. everything you see thus far. Okay. Quick so, question for you, Mike. Those columns, are those floor to ceiling? Uh, they are. Okay, cool. They are floor to ceiling. Uh, cool. Okay. Are these five foot squares also? Yes. Okay. Do we have, uh, th uh, this map is five foot. Do we have uh, action points? Uh, you both have, you, you have accumulated an action point, yes, yes. from okay. your previous adventures. And if you recall from the, I think you all have an inspiration from the battle killing Brimthy. Cool. 
Okay. Yeah, so even though even though Suladani got away. Oh, I already. I think I already burned my inspiration there. I, okay. I well, you had one. I don't know if you've used yeah. it or not. But I did. I did not. So. Oh wait. Okay. Um, so what do you do, Twig? I. Uh, Twig, Crisp, and Bryn. I I I jump up, click my heels together, <laughs> and then I uh, use my action to drink a potion of invisibility. Oh wait, no, I gave that away, didn't I? You, you did. Push. You know what? I use my action to cast invisibility on myself. Okay, you're invisible. And I go ahead and I'm going to race up behind the frost giant number three. And I'm going to, uh, uh, and I'm gonna use my action point. Can I use my action point to actually do an attack? Um, Is that? Because uh, uh, I, I use my action and my bonus action and my movement. I don't know if I can use my action point to actually take Well, you should know that, um, but I will look it up very quickly. It's your, guy, it's, it's your guy's job to know what the action points can do. But, yeah. um, okay, so. I know that it. Um, yeah. Push luck. Uh, it is not, it does not give you an, another action. All right, so I'm not going to use the action point. I'm just going to, uh, I'm going to wait until the next round, and I'm going to be ready. Okay, so, so you're invisible, round. and why are you moving? I'm moving right, right, right behind that frost giant three. Okay, so what is your movement? Uh, it should be uh, fifty, because I've got the boots on. Okay, you are, and you are already quiet and invisible right behind frost yeah. giant three. Yep. The one, which, by the way, I'm sorry. I'm naming these for the map we're seeing, but for the podcast, he is behind the the frost giant guard on the on the right side of the map, on the the one guard post. Or Horla is attacking the frost giant guard on the left side of the map. Um, all right, the twig. That's it. That's it. I'm all right, ready. Van Crispin. Okay, I'm going to charge straight up and attack uh, Jarl. Okay, as you. What's your movement? Uh, 40 feet. Okay, Black Razor says, now's the time, and cast haste on you. Awesome. All right, and I'll go ahead and uh, go up to Jarl, and I'll go hit him. Uh, first oh. attack. Okay, you Ooh. are, as you go by, you are not getting an opportunity attack, so go ahead, first attack. Uh, let's see. 25 to hit. That does hit. And that's only 11 damage. Wait, wait, let me look, make sure. Um, he, okay. Yeah, he's wearing chain mail. It has a shield that he's just picked up, but it does hit. Okay, so that's 11 damage for the first hit. All right. Um, ouch. The second is only 17 to hit. Uh, sec the first hit... Cuts into him, and he looks shocked because he tried to pull up his shield. The second one, he got his shield up just enough because he was picking it up. He picks it up, and the second one is able to just deflect that second attack. All now, right. since you since you have been hasted, you get one more attack. Yep. I'm going to use my bonus action right now to uh, rage. Okay, so the uh, rage occurs, and the, mo the giant fiery mohawk appears on Crispin's head, and the... the the wolves and everyone are, as this combat is ensuing, look a little bit like, what is that? <laughs> and so for my third attack, 
That is a 30 to hit. Yes. What is your damage? Uh, let's see. 12 and 9. Um, uh, 21 damage. I'm sorry, 20, 24 damage. Okay, so three more. 24 damage total. All right. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't appear that hurt. These were some pretty fierce attacks, and he took he took full lightning, and he doesn't appear to be that hurt. Like, he's, you know, he, the attacks hit, but he doesn't appear that phased or hurt. And he, um, it, after this action, he pulls out a whistle around his neck and blows a whistle. It is piercingly loud. All right. Bryn, is that it, Crispin? Uh, yeah, that's it for now. Okay. Bryn, and then Mark Whale. Okay. So, I, I'm, I'm going to do a lot. So, for my first attack... I'm going to do a lot. <laughs> I am. <laughs> um, where are you staying where you are for now? For now. For now, okay. I'm going to stay... Actually, is that a table next to me? It is. Um, how far is that table from the column? It's, it sticks out. You can stand on the table and still get a straight shot at... The, the ones down here. Okay, I'm going to jump up on the table. All right. Um, and I am actually going to shoot for Jarl. All right. And um, everything I do is going to have sharpshooter for this. Um, for him, since he's so special, I'm using my plus two arrows. Oh, okay. So, whoo, let's see. <laughs> All right, so first attack is 16 plus 5 is 21 23 the first arrow first arrow strikes so that's it, it. actually pierces through his chain mail nice which is he is surprised by getting stuck by an arrow but what is their damage so 6 9 11 21 all right um i do add the plus 2 to damage Correct. Right. It, should, okay, it cool. should add it for you if you're choosing those arrows, but no, you no. I'm sorry, it will not add it automatically. You have to add those yourself. Yeah, right. yeah. Okay, and then my second attack, same also with plus two arrows and sharpshooter. Natural twenty. Ooh, nice. So what are all? Wow, what are all your dice? Um. Oh, I just have the I just have the the max dice. So sixteen. Uh, so it's a D eight. Uh, so D eight plus three. Uh, so at 16 plus 3 is tw- is 19, and then 10 for sharpshooters, 29, plus 2. Okay, double, you double your dice and add your proficiency. So Right, so the only dice I have is D10, or D- D8. So just one D8. Oh, okay. That's the only dice I have, so that's 16. Okay. And then plus my modifier, which is 3, so that's 19, plus I did sharpshooter, and sharpshooter adds 10. Oh, it adds 10, but not a D10. It adds 10. Yes, it just adds 10. Ah, okay. That's what, so, so that's 29, and then I used a plus 2 arrow, so that's 31. Wow. All right. Um, and then for my ambusher additional attack, uh, before I do that, I'm going to cast Lightning Arrow as a bonus action. Okay. Lightning Arrow says the next time I make a ranged weapon attack during the spell's duration, the weapon's ammunition transforms into I remember you used, this, you used this uh, against the, I think, the Yetis. Yes. So um, 
on a hit, he takes 4d8 lightning damage. Or on a miss, he takes 2d8 lightning damage. And that's a... 25 to hit. 16 plus 9. 25. Uh, and what is your damage on that one? Um, 1, 2, 3, 4... Um, 19 lightning damage. Excellent. All right. And then, uh, everybody within 10 feet of him needs to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay, Crispin, you do yours, and I'll do the other two. Uh, they both fail that save. One rolled a one and one rolled a two. Plus dex, but... Nice. It's not that much. <laughs> so on a failed throw, um, you get uh, an additional eight damage. So they each get eight damage. And then if you succeed, it's four damage. Okay, so I take four damage because I rolled a natural 20. Nice. Okay. How much did the ones take on the side? How much? Eight? Eight damage. Okay. It's lightning damage for each yep. of them. And then for my movement, I get an extra 10 feet of movement um, as part of my ambusher feet or yep. a trait. So I'm actually going to run up the column. Okay, so you're uh, you're on you're you're behind the column. Which side are you on? No, I'm going to be on the the east side of it, um, but I want to try to be as close to the ceiling as I can. Okay, so you're on the east side of the column, mm -hmm. near the ceiling. Okay, got it. All right, and that's my turn. All right. Uh, Marquail Telfit Serial. About to get hot. Um, so I'm going to go just south of Bran. Okay. Yeah, there. And uh, I want to hit as many people as I can with a fireball. So, uh, what is the radius on a fireball? It's a 20 foot radius. 20 foot radius. Okay. So. Five, ten, you could hit everyone here. It would include Crispin, um, who has fire resistance. And I think you know that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Not fire proof, but fire resistance. So it would hit everyone here if you centered it right like this. Yeah. Okay, I'll do that. Okay. Uh, Crispin, you automatically succeed. I'm using my one of my abilities. You you wait. What ability is that? So the podcast knows. Okay, it's careful spell. Uh, I can spend a sorcery point to allow up to four creatures to automatically succeed on the saving throw. Oh, great! Well, you don't need to roll that. <laughs> awesome. Um, so you take quarter damage, basically. <laughs> Yeah, because you've succeeded. Um, I'm going to roll for the uh, um, all of these guys. That's four. Oh, what level Five. are you casting Fireball at? Level four. Okay. Whoa. Okay. Um, Jarl and the Queen, what is the DC? Sorry. DC is 16. 
Okay, Yarl, the queen, and the wolf on the right of the throne succeeded. The other ones, other two fail. Roll your damage, and we'll allocate accordingly. Okay, so the total damage is 35 for those who failed. 35. Wow, okay. So the, the poor wolf that was just sitting there is dead. Um, the other guard that the one that originally asked for you uh, failed, and that's how much again? Sorry, thirty-five. Thirty-five. He is a little bit not only bloody, but now he's a little bit burnt. <laughs> uh, Jarl succeeded, so takes twenty-seven. Is that right? Uh, no, sorry, 35. thirty-five. Uh, 17. Oh, 17. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the queen and Jarl take that damage. Um, all right, so I've, I've uh, the other wolf uh, did take some. Crispin, you, you take eight. <laughs> Yay. All right, so this fireball explodes upon the um, explodes upon the throne you just see this massive ball of heat and everyone but Crispin feels actually the warmth of it kind of cascade up upon you and it just fades quickly as you it, it as it dissipates you see a dead wolf just smoldering in and basically the body is ash at this point, the Jarl and his wife, you don't know the name yet, um, appear, they took the damage. They still don't appear to be bloodied or anything. The wolf, um, so this wolf, uh, just for ease, I'll take them off when they're dead, okay? I'll take them off the map. Okay. So, yeah, uh, the frost giant and the other wolf um, are hurt, but not uh, not bleeding. They're just basically smoldering with the heat from this dissipating fireball. Anything else, uh, Mark Whale? Uh, I do a little stretching motion, and I go, wow, that felt good. Are you staying where you are? Yeah, that's all. Like, that's all. All right. All right. Talfeth and Serial. God, you guys rolled a... This is the time to roll good initiative, by the way. Like, you guys all get first strike before all of them get to attack. Okay, I'm going to use my 25 feet and move all the way up to Jurgen, Jurl, Jurl. 5, 10, 10, 15, 20, wait, 5, 10, 20. All right, you're, you're, I can't, you are going to get flanking, right? That would be another nope, five there's, feet. There's no, you can't, there is no flanking behind him because you can't get behind okay. him. He's, Got it. So you are, uh, the wolf is going to take a strike at you and so is uh, the wife because you're entering their um, area. Yep, yep. fine. Um, okay, okay, so what I'm going to... Hold on, let's let, okay. get their attack first. That's right. Um, the wolf actually takes, goes like this and goes... <sighs> and breathes 
on you roll a DC uh, dex with a 12. Uh, both Talfeth and Crispin. He has breathed cold on you. 20 non-natural. Okay. Natural 20. Okay, so you both succeed. You take nine cold damage oh, nice. each. Nine. It would have been 18 on a success, so nine cold nine. damage each. Oh. And then this uh, this woman goes, ah, you bastards, and sm- tries to smash you in the head with a morning star. Okay. Um, they, they got attacks for him entering their spaces? Wow. Yeah. They do have that. Oh, but um, basically, as it pulled out the morning star, it tried to swing, and it dro- she dropped it behind her, and, and the <laughs> hand comes down. She rolled a natural one. The hand comes down, son of a bitch, and reaches down to pick it up. So on the next attack, she can attack with the morning star. Because she attacked uh, somebody within five feet of me, my sentinel ability gives me the ability to attack back. So I'm going to hit her. Okay. Nice. That's uh, nice. That's a good one. Uh, So that is um, 22 to hit. It does. She's also wearing chainmail and has a a shield. So that does it. That does hit. Okay. So she's. You basically, Black Razor cuts. She brings her shield, and Black Razor cuts under the shield. Nice. So that gives her uh, 17 damage. Nice. Does does does, uh, does that allow you to attack the wolf as well? No, no, no. I get one creature. One creature. Okay. And though, since the wolf attacked. Okay, me, now now Telfeth. After that, now it's your it's okay. yours go. I'm gonna cast third level searing smite. Oh, nice. Um, do you want me to read it just so everybody knows what's going on? That'd be great. Yeah, it's like it's the first time okay. I've heard that from you. But the well, it's next good for the you... podcast to let people know what it is. <laughs> right. So the next time you hit a creature with a melee weapon, this is a bonus action, by the way, uh, weapon during attack, during the spell's duration, your, your weapon flares with white hot intensity and the attack deals an extra 1d6 fire damage depending on the level of spell. Because I'm casting a third level, it's actually 3d6. Nice. Um, okay, so roll the CE if you hit. Okay. So um, that, and I'm using Whelm. Yes. And then on top of that... Because I'm also you're, you're attacking Yarl. Um, I was gonna attack Yarl, but I think I need to attack Yach in front of me instead. Okay. Um, and because of this, um, I also have a Divine Smite, which is kind of awesome. When you hit, wait, can you no use way. both? I don't think you can use I'm both. Can't use both at the same time. Plus, do you get disadvantage because you're so close? No. Oh no, I get. I'm sorry. I get improved divine smite whenever you hit with a melee weapon. The target takes an extra one d8 radiant damage. But so, can you use searing and divine at the same time? Is the question. Oh, so improved divine smite versus searing smite. I see. I don't know if you can use. You you can't you can't cast two spells in one round. So you can. One or the other. They don't, they don't stack. Well, it says by the 11th level, you're so suffused with righteous might that all your melee weapon strikes carry divine power with them. Oh, that, that, that's, with that, is, that, is a, weapon. that is the feature of your level. That is fine. Yeah. So you can do searing smite. Oh, okay. All that lovely jingly jangly. I love it. Um, so 
32 to hit. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just ludicrous. Like, <laughs> yes, it, that hits. What is it? You swing, you swing so well, you don't know that you hit. You're like, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. Okay. So uh, damage. Thirty-seven. Woo! Um, she that is crazy ass. Bitch. So as you strike that's just with Whelm, he goes, "Yeah, that's what we like." And uh, <laughs> he hits so hard that it dents in her chest, um, right between her breasts. The the chainmail is dented, and blood starts pouring out of the the dent. She is now, you do see blood. All right. For the first time in this battle, you see, well, except for the wolves who got burned yeah. to death. But the first time you see, you see uh, blood from her. <laughs> and Yarrow goes, no, Estia. Oh, her name's Estia. So anyway, uh, second, you have two attacks or one? I have two attacks, so I'm going to do that again. <laughs> oh, good God. <laughs> The, the, the dice agony. <laughs> uh, 26 to hit. Yes, damage. Okay. Uh, Forty. Math. Pause for math. Forty damage. <laughs> Forty damage. Wait. Oh, you get the the searing smite twice on both attacks. Don't I? No. It's. <laughs> No. It's you, only for one? It's only for the for the next attack. So what oh, was Okay, so it's not cuz it's 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 a continuous concentration up to 1 minute. Searing smite is concentration up to a minute? Wait, wait, does yeah. it say on your next melee though? If it says on your next melee, it's the first attack that you hit with, basically. I don't the think it is. The next time you hit a creature with a melee weapon attack during the spell's duration, your weapon flares. So it's the next time you yeah. hit. So well, since you hit, then it... So the first hit has Searing Spite. Your second hit is just normal. Yeah. Oh, with, I see. Well, it just has with, your Divine. With really? your improved Divine. Yeah. yeah. I have the Divine, yeah. Oh, okay. So then it's... Okay. Math again. Pause for math. So how much is it? Instead, It's not 40. It's... Yeah. Then it's going to be... Thirty. It's thirty. Okay, got it. Perfect. That's still a lot of damage. <laughs> Darn. Oh man, only Shit. thirty. God. I know. Gosh, Talfeth. Ah. All right, so Talfeth, are you staying where you are? Mm-hmm. Okay, Serial. Okay, I'm going to do something dumb. So. Yay! Uh, let's see. If I can cast a spell, wait, 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 I root for you guys, what? but I'm going to try to kill Ariel? you. <laughs> I, I can cast. Okay, wait. I can cast something in a 60 foot radius in a line. Can I do it in such a way that hits from F from the Frost Giant three and make a circle all around like us and not hitting our allies? Basically, I'm trying to get in a five foot line that's a radius. <laughs> I don't understand. I'm confused of the. I'm trying to cast. Okay, I'm basically trying to cast uh, a blade barrier. Okay. I can make a either a how how big is it? It can be either 
100 feet long and 20 feet high and 5 feet thick in a straight line. Or it can be up to 60 feet in the radius, 20 feet high, or 60 feet diameter, sorry. Uh, 20 60 feet, feet diameter would be the entire cavern. Okay. The entire cavern. So um, I don't I'm, recommend that because all of you are in this cavern. Well, well, what it does is it makes a barrier and... Mm, mm, okay. Then... Decide where it goes. Then I I'm going to do... Knowing gonna, that you would kill everyone in the room with that, you no, probably no, no, want no, no, a straight no. line somewhere. Huh? You probably yeah. want a straight line somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I'm just going to do this. I'm going to do... A, this might be dumb. I'm going to do a straight line from Frost Giant 2 all the way so it hits the Jarl, the Queen, this whole bottom line. It's how, what's the. Well, I think you're talking you, about Frost Giant 1 that is the copy of Frost Giant. Oh, this no, one. Frost Giant 2 in the lower corner. Yeah. Right. It, it is. I understand. totally understand. Exactly. Okay. Um, oh, sorry. Is that too? Oh, sorry. Is I told that... it, Yeah, it, it, it's a misname, but it's fine. Oh, okay, I know, okay, I know okay, exactly okay. what you're doing. So, like, basically there. Yeah, all, all the way. All the way across, like, from I understand. Wall. So, uh, what it does, what they have to do is they have to make a dexterity 17 saving throw. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, or they take. Uh, let's see. They'll take 6d10. Holy crap. Okay, um, what is the, say, 17? 17, yeah. Um, I Shitty. think, um, Jarl's dex is zero. Oh, uh, yeah, they, uh, one succeeds, which is only Jarl. Okay, uh, so they roll, take... Roll your damage. Yeah, they take 30, if they, if they fail, they take 30 damage. If they succeed, he takes half. Okay. Um, anything, be like anything behind, like past the blade barrier, has three force cover. But they have to make the save. If uh, if they hold on, wait, wait. If they enter the walls area for the first time or start their turn there. So, when they start their turn there, they again have to make the save. Uh, and will take damage on their turn. Um, and it's difficult terrain if they try to pass through the barrier. Okay, so that barrier basically is, th that's where it is, through them? Yes. And okay, so roll your, have... roll your damage, or did you? I already, I, I, they took 30 damage if they fail, if they failed, and 15 damage if they succeed. 30? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, the frost giant that was beaten and bloody just for waking them up is, like, basically got beat up fireballed and now blades are flailing around his body um he is he is like take he takes a knee <laughs> <laughs> he is not having a he's having day. a bad shift he's okay. having he's having a bad shift so succeed is uh 15 succeed is 15 points of damage yeah if they All rolled right. 17 or, or greater for their deck save okay um and she, who is already bloody, um, she failed. So she she's looking very poor. She's got you know the dented chest with blood coming out of it. She just got she's got basically her entire under armor is smoldering still from the fireball, 
and now is like trying to put her shield up to put these stop these blades that are flailing around her. So if they stay there, they are hurt. If they start their turn there, they're hurt, and it's difficult terrain to pass through it. Ah. So they can okay. they can leave. It's only a five foot uh, thing, but they're going to take damage again at the start of their turn. Oh, five foot wide, right? Okay. Yeah. If they step behind it, they have three fourths cover against. Uh, well, they can't. Attacks. Well, they can't step behind it because it's on the throne. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to move. I'm going to fly up. Uh, okay. Towards the uh, south east. I'm just going to go down. Yep. And then just kind of scooter up as high as I can. Behind this pillar on the. Yeah, just uh, kind of like a little bit. Okay. Of, I know there's people behind. So me. basically, Bryn and Sari are like hovering near the ceiling or stuck to the ceiling. Way out of reach of melee weapons, uh, yep. and uh, and then for my bonus action, <laughs> crazy. For my bonus action, I'm just gonna yell out, "Hi, we could talk, and if you don't want to die, <laughs> that might not work. That might not, but you know." <laughs> well, seeing We're... that he doesn't speak common, they see he doesn't speak common. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's it. Okay. All right. So, um, Nanarv moves uh, up ahead uh -huh. and looks at you guys and goes, I see. You guys are not supposed to be here. And um, casts a... Uh, Just because you're the closest, I need you guys roll a uh, Constitution saving throw. Hmm. As out, he takes his hands, focuses on his mouth, and goes and blows a cone of cold at you. Who does? Nanarv. No, no, no. Who needs Bryn to make the save? and Mark Whale. Oh, okay. Yeah, the three. Sorry, the three of you. It's a cone. Uh, oh, am I? Am I caught yeah. in it too? Okay. Yep. Um, cones aren't planar. Cones are a cone. We're doing a dexterity saving throw? Constitution. Constitution. I'm giving myself advantage. Giving okay. yourself advantage? Using Tides of Chaos, because that's all it can do. Uh, um, no. I got a 17. I got a natural one. I failed. Uh, oh, no, wait, 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 wait. I have, I think I have advantage. Oh, no, I have advantage on concentration checks. Does you okay. have an action point, too? Yeah, okay, I'll burn my action point. Well, okay, so what is your... Um... You got a 17. So I got a you get? 20, non-natural. Uh, it burned my action point. And I got a 25. Okay. So, Mark, if you succeed, you take uh, eight, uh, 19 damage. If you fail, you take 39 cold damage. Uh, DC is 13, by the way. It's only 13 on this. So... I passed. They all pass, you take 19 cold damage. And he's disappointed. He's just disappointed. Um, so he blows this cone of cold and he, he actually moves over here behind a pillar out of line of sight of you guys. Uh, I rolled a 19 on my concentration check so the blade barrier stays. Great, thank you for, I was just about to ask. Fantastic. Uh, okay, so the Frost Giant, 
uh, beside a twig, um, picks up a boulder and uh, throws it. Let's see who's actually looks like the only target would be a safe one for him. He tries to throw it at you, Serial. It is a okay. A 17. Uh, that misses. Okay, so the rock, this huge boulder comes flying at your head, and on you on your uh, flying room go just down enough so the boulder whoosh, smashes yeah. by you, and it will actually carry forward. It has a very low chance. Um, it, it does not hit Bryn either. Um, he's pretty pissed off. Um, okay. The uh, Jarl Grugnar looks has ahead. To, has to make a deck saving throw at the beginning of his turn. Yep. I remember. Okay. Uh, rolled a 19. Okay, so he succeeds. So he takes... Uh, 19 points of slashing damage, a magical slashing damage. 19? Okay. Yep. It rolled 39 damage, so half is 19. Okay, 19, so 9, Okay. Um, what he's going to try to do, because he's standing in blades, he's going to try to grab... Well, no, he's just going to... Uh, take his great axe and attempt to cleave your head off, Crispin. Good luck. First attack is 24. That's it. Hold on. Because he's five feet near me. Sorry, I almost forgot this. Um, Whereas a protection while you're wielding a shield and a creature you can see attacks a target other than you within five feet, you can use your reaction to impose disadvantage on the attack roll. Okay. Um, so fancy. Yes. Uh, the second one's 17. That's a miss. Aha! So, good one. Uh -huh. So his first attack is a, what turned from a failure to a success. He goes to swing, and your shield comes out and moves the Talfest shield comes out and knocks the axe, and he looks super pissed off. Paladins be paladinin', baby. All right, second attack. Ooh, natural 20. Um, Can I see him? You can. Well, will... no, you cannot. You're behind a pillar. Ah, oh, shit. You're right. You're okay. not in line of sight. Yeah, never mind. Um, That is... Uh, 42 slashing damage. So I take half of that to the 21? Yep. Man, I'm almost out of temporary hit points. That's what. That's all he's going to do. Now, this this ogre who saw a boss... Uh, what's the ogre's movement? 40 feet. Okay. Um, can't reach you. Is gonna, can't reach you because you're up in the sky, right? He's, um... Just out of reach, so he's gonna swing at you, Mark Whale. You're the closest. <laughs> you just watch Mark Whale. Aww. Not the squishy one. 
Well, he's the closest. Uh, that is a 24. It's So the first uh, Great Axe hit, hits you for... Eighteen damage. Okay. Low rolls. Good for you. Um, the sec the second attack with a great axe. So he swings once across, and you feel just adding to the scars you already have from being tortured in prison, and comes back with a swing across across your back as you are facing forward. That is a fourteen. I use shield to block it. Okay, so that makes your AC higher. Yeah. So that, uh, oh, you that's right, you use a spell slot for the shield, right? Yeah. Uh, fantastic. So that, uh, he does, he it's going to strike you true, and it bounces on this invisible shield, and he looks super confused with his five intelligence. He doesn't understand. Um, okay, so out of the, out of this side, you see this poor guard. Uh, again, the storm giant um, pulls out his great sword again. Wow, plus 14 to hit. Holy crap. And he makes two of these. Both hit uh, by a lot. Oh, okay. I, sorry, I didn't realize the music was that loud. Better? Yep. Okay, sorry about that. Uh, wow, he does 60, 69. How much does he have? Uh, he... You, you basically, from your vantage point, Bryn, and and Mark Whale is facing forward, and Twig, you can see across the way, a swing, and there's a head that fly, about the size of one of those boulders comes flying off and goes bouncing down across, in, right almost almost in front of the throne room. And let's see if he gets that back. That's only one attack. Let's see. Wait, who is this you now? Mean she, you mean this she, is, right? This is Horla. Yeah, oh, she. oh, Horla. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, oh, nice. Okay, so, again, I can't believe you! And in this case, how targeted is that lightning? Uh, to a point it can see, it knows that it would hit. Um, it's going to, because it can't really... Within 10 feet. You're all crowded there. So he's going to attack, attack Nanarv with uh, lightning. Cool. I love that woman. Um, dexterity. Do you think, do you think it, it would work between a halfling and a storm giant woman? It seems logistically improbable. <laughs> <laughs> there are couple uses I could think for a halfling, but I don't want to get into it in the podcast. <laughs> We're a storm giant female. 
I'm just... See me after. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that later. We'll consult about this after. Um, yeah, so what's... I'm trying to find the next... Oh, great. So that hits him hard for... Uh, Fifty-four damage. Sweet. So you see, the narve was like looking like a little. Just all of a sudden, get blasted with lightning and starts like doing a little dance on the a little weird dance on the ground, and it is also knocked prone. Sweet. All right. Uh, boy, there's a lot of movement here. Um, uh, that guy is dead. All right. Um, Estia reaches into her pack. Makes a dexterity hey. saving throw at the beginning of her turn. Right. She also has to do, because of the spell, she's Fa still on fire. What do you mean she's still searing on smite? That stays? Okay, so searing smite at the start of each turn until the spell ends, the target must make a constitution saving throw. Uh, con 13... Oh, so when you hit, the effect stays, but you can only yeah. do the next attack. I understand. Uh -huh, so so she fails the dex. Fails the dex. Let's see if um, I can see something. Hold on. She, she takes, Wait, one at a time, please. She takes... Uh, Wait! 20, you said she failed the dex, so that's why I'm telling you. Okay, uh, but I, I'm doing both. Okay. Oh, uh, okay. And succeeds on the con. So how much damage for the, the blades? Oh, for the blades, 28. Okay. And how much damage from the Searing Smite? Uh, 1d6. Roll it. She, she succeeded, though. You said she seated, succeeded on the con 13. Yes. So she doesn't... She No, she doesn't take damage. Only when she fails does she take the damage. Yes. For the While you're concentrating. Yeah, on the successful save, the spell ends. Oh, okay, so the spell ends. Um, yeah. She's basically leaning, like, looking like she's about to pass out. <laughs> Um, so, all right, uh, good lord. Still gonna That's, attack though, right? Um, she is actually reaching into her pack, and as one of her, as her action, is taking a giant potion, and, oh! Uh, you have, don't know what it is, but it's the largest healing potion. You know, they're usually like reddish, swirly color. You recognize these from your own healing potions. It's the biggest one you've ever seen. Because it matters. <laughs> um, Twig, I wonder if it's 50 gold. <laughs> no, this would be more like, I mean, it'd be a more lot like a more than that. Gold. Yeah, more yeah. Like a thousand gold, yeah. Um, and then for her bonus action, uh, uh, she, she's going to try to... Uh, she can't really do that. And that no, the action, she, she's done. The second ogre comes out and... Five, ten, twenty-five. Uh, comes over here and... Um, Bryn, you're 30 feet up, even with the height. Um... um Actually, could reach you with the great club even with the height. So it's going to try to swing at you, Brynn, and knock you off of uh, the ceiling. Uh, 
Um, 16. Miss. Okay, goes to swing up and just misjudges the distance. And all you do is flatten yourself against the ceiling and the club goes sailing under you. And my verbal is... <laughs> nice. Well-used verbal. Um, the wolf uh, that is still alive... Um, Uh, or he took... Okay, so this frost giant is going to... 5, 10, 15, 20, 20, Come and try to flank Crispin and smash you. Uh, Did he make his dex saving throw before at the beginning of his turn? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, let's find out. And it was, it was difficult training. I don't know if that matters for him. Uh, yeah, he, he has uh, 40 feet of movement. So it's only difficult terrain here. And then that's only 25 feet more. Um, rolled an 11. How much damage? Uh, he takes 25 points of slashing damage. Good Christ. These guys are not enjoying these blades. They think this is bullshit. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch! That sounds and, uh, very much like Sariel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, takes two great, uh, two great X swipes at you, Crispin. A natural 20 and a 14. 14's a miss. Okay. The 20, you take... Um, 12, 4... Uh, 78 slashing damage. Wait, can I use my reaction to... to... Not a new... It's not a new round. Yeah, no, your reaction's oh. not... It has already gone. 78, so half of 78. 39. No. Sorry. Yeah, 39. 39. You're right. Yeah, 39. You're right. 39. Uh, so it takes two swipes at you from behind. And is, I can't believe that these hits, he's so used to hitting people. And he's also, by the way, burned. <laughs> he's still smoldering from the fireball. <laughs> like, that doesn't go away. And all of his, uh, his sleeves are charred. It's, he's pissed off. Is, he's having, he's he's having bleeding, a, right? He's, yeah, he's bleeding. Oh, wait. Um, is uh, he flanking? No, he's not bleeding. He is flanking. Does he get advantage on his last roll? I already it was advantage. Oh, okay, okay. That's why. So that was the first attack, two dice. The second was natural twenty. The second attack, uh, fuck a natural twenty, and a sixteen. So and he has plus nine to hit anyway. So it's twenty nine. Uh, that's another seventy eight damage, Crispin. Okay. Um. All right. I. This is going to go more than one round. This is amazing. The uh, Frost Giant on the right already threw. Uh, we are at the top of the next round. Top of the round. Okay. I am going to take out ra uh, my rapier. You're still invisible with boots of speed. Yep. Yep. And I love, by the way, quick, quick shout out to Michael for making my token, uh, taking the opacity down because I'm invisible. I love that. Good job. <laughs> Thanks. I it's not that. much for the podcast, but it's fun for us here. <laughs> I, love it. I love it. All right. So I am going to, I get advantage on the attack. So I'm going yep. to sneak attack. That okay. is a natural 20. Yeah. Um, yes. I can see him. So I'm kidding. I can't see you know what? I and I was going to cast uh, Green Flame Blade, 
Okay, so roll. What are your total oh, wait, dice? No, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven d6. No, actually, no, it's, it's 66. No, yeah, 66 plus 2d8. So uh, 36 plus 16 doubled. Plus your your modifier. Plus, plus my proficiency, which is uh, 5. 36 plus 16 Double. doubled. So Wait. 52 doubled is 104 plus 5, 109. 109. Wow. Nice. Dude, a new 100, record. 109? Yes, um, uh, hold on a second. Um, he had not been hit yet, um, but uh, did I just one shot a frost? No, nope, nope. You what happens? <laughs> what happens is this guy is about to pick up. He threw a rock, and then he went, Whoa! and all of a sudden, a blade comes through his body and comes out a little bit of his belly. He looks down and just starts bleeding badly. He drops to a knee, and he is badly, badly hurt. And I t just bonus action, I take out my hand crossbow, and I point it at the back of his head. All right. And that is uh, a 23 to hit. OK. And what is the uh, damage on that? The damage is 12 damage. OK. So he throws a rock, gets stabbed. And you see a blade come out, come back. He looks down and starts bleeding out, drops to a knee, and now out in the back of his head, he looks back and he's trying to grab this bolt. He can't quite grab it. He is bleeding from the back of the head and his belly. And, um, um, oh, uh, God. Uh, Any, anything mm, else? Hmm. Uh, I, I wish I could do something, but I can't. I'm just okay. Gonna I'm, gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna use uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna just I'm gonna I'm gonna stay right there. Okay, for uh, Crispin and then Bren. Okay, I'm gonna turn around and hit Frost Giant one. That's right behind me. Okay. Um. And that is uh, let's see. Uh, twenty one to hit. Okay. What is your damage on that? Uh, 17 damage on that one. Oh no, he, I'm sorry. 20 damage. He's just wearing patchwork armor. These the, the the guards are just wearing like a patchwork armor. They're not like the bosses with chainmail and shields and stuff. Um, how much damage? 20. All right. Second attack. And you're still hasted, remember? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna use my uh, uh what you call it? Inspiration to reroll that. Okay. Uh, so that's... 13. With haste, don't you get advantage on... Wait, no. No, I no, lost no. my advantage because I lost my temporary hit points. Right. So, um... Uh, 19 to hit. All right. And damage there? Uh, that's 16 damage on that one. Okay. That's two attacks, right? Yep. And Third I get one more. Uh, after that attack, you... you, you you stab him with Black Razor and slash him across from right to left. And the slash for, doesn't look like a hit for a second. And all of a sudden, through the patch of armor, you see a streak of blood coming out of that slash. Nice. So the last one is a 28 to hit. Okay. And damage, damage is um, 15. Uh, I'm sorry, 15. 18 damage. Yeah, he's... he. Is regretting coming to help 
his king. <laughs> he's, he's rethinking his life. He's like, how do why why me? I all I did was go wake him up, man. <laughs> all right, uh, Bryn. Okay. And then so, Mark Whale. Um. We got ogre guy there. Okay, I'm actually going to sit tight where I am, uh-huh. and I'm going to cast flame arrows. Okay. So what, what does that do for the uh, audience? So it's a full action. I can concentrate for up to an hour. I touch my quiver with arrows or bolts, and um, each ammunition drawn from the quiver uh, has an additional one d6 fire damage. Wow! Wow! Um, and then the spell ends when 12 pieces of ammunition have been drawn. Okay, you keep track. Yep. All right, go for it. So I'm going to go ahead and cast that, and I'm just going to sit tight where I am. You're, oh, you're casting that as your action? Yes. Any bonus action or anything else? Um, Wait, you don't you have three actions? No, just I only have three attacks the very first time. My yeah, very first so time. Oh, so you, you use an action, you don't get to shoot using flame arrow. Right. That will be henceforth. Okay, Mark Whale. Okay. uh, I misty step over to Mr. N.A., like uh, two spots to the south of N.A. Here? Is that a a spell? I forgot his name. Uh, Nanarv. Is that a spell, Mark Whale? Yeah. It's misty Misty step. You know what? You have to roll in the wild magic table. No. I... So what I'm, what I'm going to do is intentionally roll on the magic table. Go ahead. Go ahead, roll. Advantaging. Uh, 31. (laughs) What, uh, uh, I even used that so long, I didn't have it open. I'm looking. Uh, I can, I can pull it up. Wait, did you roll last time on the magic table? No, he used, uh, he used Tides of Chaos. So that's automatic. The next time he casts a spell. Yeah. Oh. Okay, one second. Sorry about that. I just haven't had that uh, come up. Uh, Here we go. All right. So this is uh, Sorcerer. Did you... I, I, I don't have the table open. Do you, do you have it open? Yeah. Yes, I do. All right, what is it? What is it? What is 31 roll? Um, I am transported to the astral plane until the end of my next turn. <laughs> okay. After which I return to the space I previously occupied. <laughs> okay, oh my so. Gosh, we just saved you from there. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the hell? He's like, I miss my astral plane. <laughs> so, so you see Mark Quayle. Everyone else who's facing him sees Mark Quayle blip over there and just disappear. And he's back in his jail cell. <laughs> no, I won't say that. <laughs> Hang on. Can I, can I uh, use my robe of stars to return? Hmm. Well, but you use an action to no, cast a it's spell. A bonus action. Oh, that was bonus action? Then mm-hmm. you can if you choose to do so. I do choose to do so. Okay, so all of a sudden he disappears and reappears. <laughs> Woo. 
hell was that? And you still have an action. You still have an action. Stay here. No, I had to use an action to reappear. Oh, is it or is it a bonus action? I no, he used a bonus action to Misty stuff. So that's Oh, it. that's right. Wow. Okay. And then uh, let's see. I just want to get to cover. Uh, I guess I'll just like. Hmm. Does the table provide any cover at all? Um, you could kind of wedge in here, sort of. It'd be partial cover. Yeah, I'd like to do that. Okay, so you're. He's he basically. That was the most useless display of magic I've ever seen. He missed. He stepped over across the room, blipped out of existence, blipped back into existence, and then ran behind a table. You know, you know, it's been a while since he's been in combat. So I mean, I'm gonna so give like, him that. And it's almost. Here. It's almost like he glitched out. Brit yeah, and I are just talking, bit. and Izra floating. Like, Kitty, did that just re- really? Right? Like, no, <laughs> it's okay. It's his first big battle. You know, so I mean, I saved him. Twig looks over and thinks there are easy way to do easier ways to hide behind a table. Yeah, I know. Like, was... Okay, Tal <laughs> fifth and cereal. Uh, okay, so I with um my bonus action, I'm gonna cast blinding smite third level. Okay. So it it deals the next time you hit a creature with a melee weapon attack during a spell's duration, your weapon flares with a bright light and attacks an action. Is that a concentration one too? Uh, yes. Then yes, the other, it is. Then the other one would drop. That's okay. Well, it, it already the dropped. The other one. He... Oh, it dropped because he succeeded. Oh, you know that. Okay, got yeah. it. Got it. Got it. So this yes. is a fresh so... concentration spell. Okay. Fresh concentration. Blinding smite. <laughs> Who are you attacking with it? Um. Uh, the woman, Estria, 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 Espada. The um, woman. She's, yeah, she's directly in front of me. This is Espada. Okay. Oh God. <laughs> All right. Twig kicks a giant so, off the ledge. <laughs> 30, Thirty to hit. <laughs> Thirty, and what is your damage? Dumb. Okay, it is. And then, well, 47. Whoa. That's what you get, biatch. <laughs> and then that only counts for my first attack, right? I can't do that twice. Correct. So I need to take the off and then hit her again. Okay. Yeah. So. So, is... wait, what is the effect of blinding smite? Is she, is she blinded or something? Yes. Yeah, so she's blinded. Is, um, there, a, is there a save? Yes. Uh, at the she okay. So on at the just start of each okay. The next okay. So you just uh, read it. Read it out loud. Okay. The next time you hit a creature with a melee <laughs> weapon attack, I was trying to get past the part. Oh, just read it. <laughs> the next time you hit a creature with a melee weapon attack during the spell's duration, your weapon flares. The white hot intensity in the attack deals an extra 1d6 fire damage to the target and causes the target to ignite in flames. Oh no, that's that's wrong. You're reading series, Mike. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, I'm flustered, whatever. Battle Jesus. Um, the next Battle time you hit Jesus. a creature. <laughs> 
That's the kind of Jesus I want to worship. Let it, go, let it go, let it go, let it go, let it go. The next time you hit a creature with a melee weapon attack during the spell's duration, your weapon flares with a bright light, and the attack deals an extra 3d8 radiant damage to the target. Additionally, the target must succeed on a constitution saving throw or be blinded until the spell ends. Okay, um, she is blinded because she failed. That's what I was getting okay. at. I want to Con 13. She failed. Okay. She rolled a seven so with, with her plus six bonus. So rolled a one plus six. Yay. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, she is blinded. Okay. Next, uh, you have two attacks, correct? Yes. Yes, I do. So the second attack is... No pressure. <laughs> uh, okay, so it's 12, 23, 24, 25, 26 to hit. Yep, damage. Twenty. Twenty. Okay. She's uh she's hurt again. I mean she's she did heal up with a potion, but she's hurt. All right. Yeah, and I'm gonna That's it for you. All right. Uh -huh. Um, cereal. Okay. Seeing as everybody is kind of like his blade barriers are cool and all, but what it's not hitting as many people as I'd like. So what I'm going to do is, and you'll have to tell me how this works. So I want to cast spiritual guardians. Okay. Um, hold on. When he casts a spell, I have to designate any number of creatures I can see. Uh, I'm visible. Oh, hold on. Wait, wait. Any number? Hold on. Uh, uh, oh, any number. Okay. I'm going to actually fly and move where I can see nearly everybody, if I can. Okay. You, if um, you well, go wait, here, wait. That's not, that's not me. Won't see Nanarv. Oh, right. Sorry. Uh, there you go. Friends flying across I'm the just room. Actually, wait. I'm going to poke, before I go any further, I'm going to poke out just so I can see everybody at the throne. Okay. I'm going to cast Spiritual Guardians at level five. What do they? Uh, what do they do? Okay. So you're, um, who are you designating? That they I'm get? designating. Does that every, mean blades drop? The blades drop. Okay. I'm going to designate everyone I can see around me when I'm just poking out. No, no, no. Uh, uh I want to be on the uh, left side of the pillar, not the right. There. So I you can I see can everyone see, but Nanarv. Okay. I'm designating everyone except Nanarv. That's not an ally. Uh, as that can be affected by the how spell. Many, how many can you designate? Any number. So you can see everyone but Nanarv right now. Yeah, so anyone, okay. any, I, I, basically all the enemies. Um, and what happens? What happens is it's a 15-foot uh, 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 radius uh, centered on me. Two. And when creatures enter the area for the first time, they need to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay, it won't hit the one that Twig's almost killed. But... Right, right. Well, I'm going to move. I'm going to actually move towards so you, the uh, So towards you the cast thing. it. What happens? Uh, they each need to make a wisdom saving throw uh, of DC 17. If they fail, they take... Uh... And I'm going to be basically a moving bomb. <laughs> you're, so you're, you're moving to... I'm uh, going to move towards the throne. I want to basically get everyone around here in the throne area within 15 feet of me. 
Um, okay. If they fail, they're going to take 5d8. Okay, so what is the DC again? Uh, DC Wisdom 17. Okay, so one, two, three. Um, Jarl, Estia, the wolf are the only ones that succeed. Okay. The uh, frost giant and the ogres fail. Okay. Uh, let's see. Effective creature. Give me, heavy... give me the, give me the failed first. Sure. Uh, let me, let me, um, let me, let me roll the five d eight. So it is. So for those that failed, they take fourteen points of radiant damage. Okay. I'm sorry. For those that succeeded, they take give fourteen points of radiant. Fail damage. is twenty eight. Fail is twenty eight. I'm doing fail. Uh, uh, just a second. Yep. Ogre. Okay. Um. <laughs> I'm like, I got a lot of enemies on this I side. I know, and I'm like, oh, they're all grouped together in this nice little grouping. Cool. Yeah, convenient. Convenient. Okay, so 28, the wolf uh, succeeded, so it takes... Uh, 14. 14. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Estia and Jarl take 14. Um, they have to make the save again when they start their turn there, as long okay. as they're within range. Uh, and their speed is half. Is halved. They're well, affected by the spell. Got it. Okay. And um, uh, I, oh, I would like to be closer because I want to make sure I hit the Jarl. You know, I would be within fifteen feet of the Jarl and the Queen and everything. Okay. So I'll be flying above. <laughs> That's fifteen of both. Okay. Right, right there. Yeah, I want. Yeah, matter of wanna... fact, if uh, yeah, you you can't hit everything, but you can hit these guys and you can hit everyone but the almost dead thing and Denarv. Um, by the way, at, in this next round. Out of the corner of you see two gigantic polar bears that the, when the whistle hit that are coming around this corner out of this cave to the northeast. Oh, great. Seen polar bears. Yeah, that's you see two so far. Are they holding Coke bottles? No, they are. They are. <laughs> they are wearing barding and they are looking like they're looking quickly and running toward the throne. Yet. Okay, anything else, Serial? Uh, I can't do anything else right now, so no, I'm good. Okay, so um, Nanarv runs um, what's the name? Uh, he run. he basically runs sees mark whale run around the corner and uh mark whale i need you to ro roll a wisdom saving throw with a the dc of this is 13 it's not high it's a spell right it is a spell so wisdom wisdom saving throw all right i'll do that uh and i'm using inspiration to gain advantage that's better um unnatural 20. all right so basically you feel this guy look around the corner at you and you feel him try to hey how you doing and try to you feel something try to infiltrate your brain but even though you've been in prison you're not stupid so you actually know what he's trying to do is to charm you what you can verbally react if you choose i don't verbally react I just stare him down, just like, no. <laughs> okay, well, that was his... Uh, he really tried to do that. 
Um, <laughs> and uh, he looked. He goes, <clears throat> and he gives him little like, "Damn it!" with his fingers. <laughs> uh, the frost giant that is here um, still tries to hit Crispin. He's he doesn't. He's not really. He's committed. <laughs> with advantage fuck uh 15 and a natural 20 um that's 78 damage crispin i remember it from last round okay so that's 39 damage for me yep and the second swipe of the uh one and a 17 so the second one was not so good yep missed <laughs> uh the first one just bites into your side and the second one he, he couldn't it took him a second to get the axe out, and so the second swing was really altered. Uh, Jarl. Um, is going to, since you're facing the giant, take his long sword and swipe at you uh, twice. Uh... First attack with advantage is um, let's do this. Uh, twenty, not natural. Um, that meets my armor, yeah. Okay, so you have a twenty-three uh, piercing damage cut in half is uh, uh, twelve. And the second longsword attack that is a twenty-five. Can and I use that, protection again now? Uh, it's, new round. It, it's a new round, yeah. Yeah, so, so yes. So what, what does that do? Uh, so while wielding a shield, a creature you can see attacks your reaction. other than you um, as a reaction to impose disadvantage on the attack roll. Okay, so that makes it neutral. Um, so this, the, then it would miss because, the well, I'm just going to roll one. Because with disadvantage, it's a single roll, and it's, it's almost the same thing I rolled, a 17. So with that, again, he's swiping, and you just like, bang! And he, it's almost like your shield magically extends and prevents this longsword from hitting Crispin <gasps> about an inch from his face. All right, the ogre uh, again tries to swing at you, Bryn. You can just barely reach where you are. Is the... Oh, the, it's not within 15 feet of me, is it? He is, yes. Okay, so he has to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay, um, wisdom is minus two, so tw 10. Okay, so he... Uh, where's my dice? He takes... 16 points of radiant damage. Okay. Oh, he swings at... Bryn... And uh, ah! <laughs> he he just suddenly had this like magical thing. He's like, what the? He's waving like gnats away. And yep. uh, let's say his attack against Bryn is no advantage or nothing. Is sixteen misses. All right. Uh, he's not having a good day. Um, the only hmm. Uh... Okay. The oh, this guy is not there. The uh, storm giant 
Horla, having killed this guy, jumps down. Movement of 50. Jesus. 5, I'll say 10 to jump down. 15, 20, 25, 30, 35. And stands... Oh, that's a, a wall. That's a, that goes floor to ceiling, yeah. Yeah, so I'm, he stays right here. And he... She, she. She, she uh... Because I rolled, I rolled it again. The third lightning strike. <laughs> wow. And apologize to... He's... She is just kind of pissed. And is going to center it on... Uh, Estia. Uh-oh. And, and she says... <laughs> she says... And you hear... Hope this doesn't kill you. Shit. Uh, I need you to make all a de- uh So Crispin and Talfeth make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, I'm going to use my inspiration to re-roll that. Okay. Um, uh, they only... Jarl succeeded. The other two failed. So that is... I'm going to roll this one. I rolled a natural 20 for me. Nice. I re-rolled and got uh, 21, non-natural. Okay, you guys take... Um, I'll add this up. Uh, I hope you're doing okay, Crispin, because... Uh... <laughs> you take 27 lightning damage, the two of you. The, everyone but Jarl takes 54. So, you know... <laughs> Uh, As you do. Estia, it's centered on her. She takes the brunt. She, it, the lightning starts wrapping itself around her armor and crackling energy. It bursts up. Her face starts to burn and she falls down dead. Jesus. Yes, one last person to deal with. Think and and twi- Twig's admiration for Horla grows. The wolf, the wolf, also it, it the, the the lightning arcs and hits the wolf and hits Jarl, and the energy bursts out. the The wolf itself lights on fire from the lightning energy. Falls down on his side. Is burned and smoldering and is dead. The smoke, it smells like burnt hair. It's a horrible smell. Um, Jarl uh, is the only one that succeeded. Takes the... Um, looks pretty pissed off. It still still doesn't... You don't, still don't see blood. From Jarl. Uh, the front dead, dead, dead. The ogre, this other one tries to take a swing at Bryn again. The second Within ogre, fifteen feet. Yep, I'm rolling okay. the deck. I'm rolling it. Wisdom fails. How much? Uh, he takes twenty-six points of radiant damage. <laughs> he reaches up with his club and goes, <laughs> and this feels like this awful energy around him. He's like, sits down. He sits down. Looks very sad. Aww. It's like purple, it's like purple cute wolves and ravens just like eating him. Okay, the, uh, the frost giant behind Crispin 
Rolls. Uh, uh, wait, uh, he, he can still attack. It doesn't prevent him. I, I, I know, he missed. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> He, he but not only missed, but he took so much damage, he's almost dead. He just sits down, all upset. Uh-huh. Uh, the uh, Frost Giant rolled a 19, so succeeded on... What is the damage then? Oh, oh, uh, let me... The one right behind Crispin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, halved, it's 10. All right. All right. And uh, takes a... Uh, with advantage, great axe attack. Uh, that is a 29 to hit. It is, uh, you take um, 25 slashing damage. That's halved is uh, 12. Okay, I am down. Okay. Wow. Crispin falls. Crispin, really? Okay. Is this all the same attack, right? So I can't. Still the same round. Uh, it's still the same round. Yeah, damn. So I already used it. That's okay. I'm, I, I'm using that transparency just to show down, because um, I don't have another icon I can, at this point. Well, I won't say anything. I, yeah. All right. So, um, frost giant. Um, <laughs> shit. Um, the one right by Twig turns around, Uh-oh. sees you finally for the first time. Yes, disadvantage. Why? Because I got my boots of speed on. Oh, okay. Excellent. Disadvantage. That's a good thing, um, because natural 20 becomes a 11. And he misses. For the first attack. The second great axe attack comes at you. Um, That is a 18 and a natural 20. So the 18. 18 hits. Okay. Uh, you take um, 25 slashing damage. Okay. Uh, top of the round. We are at uh, Twig Crispin Brin. Okay. Uh, I am going to. Um, hmm. Ooh, what am I going to do? Um, Come on! Okay. I am going to... Um, put timer on. Go ahead. What are you no, doing? It's okay. I am going to uh, cast Mind Spike on him. Okay. And uh, that is uh, 3d8 damage. Is there a save or not? Uh, what uh, is... Wisdom, wisdom 14. Okay. So what does Mind Spike do? Basically, it uh, causes uh, 3d8 psychic damage and, uh, on a failed save, half as much on a successful save. Okay, he and, failed. Okay, and then I, for the next, uh, for the duration of the spell, which is one hour, I know where he is. Okay, I pretty uh, know, I know where he's going to be. Uh, <laughs> so, what, how much damage? 18 damage. 18 damage? Yeah. Okay, um, so... Uh, call your shot. <laughs> uh, you know what? Uh, uh, it, the, 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 the mental spike goes right through his skull. And he and goes, he... Ah! and he holds his head. 
And then I, then I, then I, I turn. falls down backwards and falls off the ledge. Clonk! And I and, turn. Uh, I, I scares turn the crap out of Mark Whale, by the way. He's just, <laughs> like a, a giant just falls like down off ledge. And luckily he's not at the end of this wood. Otherwise uh, he might launch into the air. And I, I turn and look at Orla and blow her a kiss. Okay. Oh uh, you have movement, and uh, are you moving or doing anything else? Uh, yeah, you know what? I'm going to jump down off the ledge and try to get closer towards Crispin without uh, getting closer. What to is your movement? 30? 30, yeah. Actually, 50, because I have uh, the Boots of Speed active. Okay, you can't get to Crispin, but where are you going? I can't get to Crispin with 50 movement? Nope. Uh, just, five, uh, 10, 15, I'm gonna, gonna well, you can't about, get to him anyway. There's no room. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. get. I'm gonna get uh, just out, out, out of reach of the frost giant, just to the right of the frost giant. Kinda, okay. Kinda, just, I don't want the y'all to be able to see me, so I want to be like just on the side of that. Yeah, just a little bit more right there. You're right there. Yeah. Okay, so that's he can't see yeah. you there. Yeah, exactly. All right. And uh, that's my turn. All right. Um, uh, Crispin, you're down. Um, roll a death save. Uh, 15. You succeed on one. Bryn. I got him. Okay. Um, I'm going to aim for Jarl. Okay. And I whisper to my bow, swift defeat to my enemies. Or swift death to to you who have wronged me. I know this one. He's now my sworn enemy. I get it. He gets an extra 3d6 of piercing damage. Okay. And I get advantage. uh, Okay. Just FYI, his armor class versus ranged is 22. Okay. I know you're probably going to hit that, but 22. Okay. Um, and then I will also add my sharpshooter on top of that. So here we go. Which oh, and are you using? plus two arrows. Okay. <laughs> All right. And don't the forget. Now don't these forget are flame your... arrows. Yep. Don't yes. forget your fire. And my extra D- D6 of flame. And just, just to be clear, those are going to consume those arrows because you're flaming. Um, it does not, actually. Oh, it doesn't? No. Okay. Um, according to the spell. Oh, okay. It does. Um... It adds fire damage. It doesn't make them on fire correct and then okay. it just becomes a normal piece of um ammunition when the spell when nice it okay great okay Shoot here it. we go it's all the things first shot <laughs> okay um so i miss however i have something called stalker's flurry so once on each of your turns, when you miss with the weapon attack, you can make another weapon attack as part of the same action. Wow. So I will re-roll. <laughs> so let's I it. think let's see what you get. You're within 30 <laughs> feet. So if you get a natural one, let me know. Um, so this is a 23 to hit. That hits. And also, so what happens is the first arrow kind of goes in the air and the second one, you shoot it and it forces the arrow down into his chest. Nice. Robin Hood style. Nice. That's that's the way I like it. Uh, so uh-huh, oh wait, that's uh-huh. extra damage. Let me do that damage. Oh, a lot of damage, huh? Okay, so um, we have five plus three is eight plus ten is eighteen 
normal pierce. Oh, 18 plus 9 is 27, 29. So 29 normal piercing damage and 6 additional fire damage. So 35. All right. For the first time, you see Jarl bleeding from one of the wounds. Yes. Okay, so that's my first oh. attack. Second attack is a 19 plus 5, 24 to Damage. hit. All the <laughs> dice. <laughs> uh, 5, 8, 18, plus 9, 27, um, 33 damage. All right. So six fire damage. I don't know if that makes a difference. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so 33 total damage. Okay. And, um. Your third just... attack? Or you, no, you, you... I, I, oh, I you only get my third. two attacks. Okay. Yeah. Got it. So um, you're and then, as a bonus action, just to be bitchy, um, <laughs> I'm going to face step 30 feet to an unoccupied space. Where are you moving? So I'm at the top of the column. I'm going to face step right down and like right by the ogres. So they're both within t five feet of me. Well, you're right by the ogres right now. Yeah. No, she yeah, was above. I'm up on the column. She was up, up by the ceiling. Oh, so right by the down. ceiling. So now I'm on the floor. So I'm just going to face step like bloop and face step Are down. Are you on the same side? Uh, yeah. Okay. And because I'm in summer, um, <laughs> the creature's within five feet of me take fire damage equal to my charisma modifier how much is they take plus, which is a plus one so they each take one fire damage okay they you land and they're like ah! and their skin feels like it's burning they're having a really bad day <laughs> and then i'm actually going to run for my movement um i'm actually gonna go uh i'm actually gonna go over by um Horla. Okay. So like, like there? uh on um ye, on uh, one up, one up from there. Yeah, right there. Okay, so you you see Horla, she looks down at you and goes gives you kind of a thumbs up. <laughs> uh the ogres do take opportunity attack against you though. Okay. Um so uh I'll just roll both. Um they get a 25 and an a 19. Uh, they both hit. Okay. So you take 26 uh, bludgeoning damage. Okay. Is that total for both of them? Total. Yeah. Okay, cool. Do you have, is your spell a concentration? Your fire? It is. So, so are, roll, a, roll a d20 and... Uh, Constitution. Constitution yeah. saving throw. Constitution saving uh, I got a 19. So yeah, you still the spell is still active. Cool. When you get hit, you have to roll because you're not used to spell casting. <laughs> you have to any concentration spell when I'm you not get used hit, to getting hit. You have right. You're not used to getting hit. <laughs> but that was a nice action. All right. Thank you, Brand Marquell. Okay. So how are the narwhal and the polar bears looking? The polar bears have just appeared. They haven't even moved into combat. They're in this this round now. Okay. Uh, um, you saw uh, Nanarv get hit. Okay, how's he looking? Like, is he bleeding? He's he was bleeding, yeah. All right, 
I don't like the sight of any of them. <laughs> okay. So, and the ogres are badly hurt. Like, very badly hurt. They're they're both bleeding. Step up on the table. Okay. Take out a little red gem. All right. And throw it between Nanarf and the polar bear so it breaks. And what does it do? It summons a fire elemental right oh, there. No. Oh, 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 yeah! <laughs> I was waiting for that, bad boy. Yes! All right, I'm going to use uh, this. Uh, let's see. This icon for uh, the fire elemental. That's a way. That's a callback from way back. Okay, so that fire elemental does it act on your turn? Uh, I think it acts independently. Uh, I'm reading. Uh, give me a sec. I have to roll initiative for the elemental. Okay, uh, what, do you, what do you got? I got a fourteen on the die. Okay. The All right. It's basically to act last in your turns. Uh, after after serial. Uh, level five. What? I got it. Level five fire elemental. Uh, do you want to open it or do you want spell. me to roll for it? So it's a level five conjure elemental spell. I'm not quite sure how that works. I haven't used this before. You just co- you just get a fire elemental. Um, you can either look that up or I can uh, give you the stats on it when it's your when it's their turn. Uh, can you give me the stats on my on its turn? Yep. Here. Okay. I'll put it, I'll put it in the chat for you. There you go. Thanks. Thank you. But I think it acts on its own. It, or does it act in your direction? Uh, it acts... I, I believe the spell says it's under my control for the duration. Great. Okay, anything uh, else you're doing this turn? Does that count as casting a spell? If I yes. use... It, it does, absolutely. <laughs> okay. So uh, then, yes, that's all. Okay, are you going to stay there? Yeah. Do you have to do your wild whatever? Oh, you already did it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I need to roll. No, you have to roll to see if it hits. Unless you... Yeah. No, no, no. I have to roll to see if the... If it triggers. Magic triggers. What'd you get? It's a 13. Not. That does not hit. Okay. All right, Telfeth and then Serial. Uh, okay, um... I, I got I... him, Telfeth. What do you mean? You can't... Hey, it's not your turn. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Um, I, well, because I don't know that, I'm going to do laying on hands on Crispin. How much? And use all 55 of them. Okay, Crispin is back with... I I don't know. I know. Well, you know I can heal. But I I, I, I know. Yeah, but... He's in combat. You you guys can't can't metagame that. You know what? He may may need more than that. You never know. Okay, so... How much do I get? 55. 55. And, and honestly, that's the only thing. So you are still prone, but you are healed for 55. Is there anything else you're doing? That was an action or bonus action? A- that act. was an action. That's okay. an action. I Any- have to do that as an action. I'm I'm seeing if I can... Any uh, bonus actions? I'm going to cast a bonus action. How many more? I'm going to use Blinding Smite um, on Ural. Well, hold on. But I can't yeah. use it now. It's going to be the next time around when we. You're just casting next... it on yourself, and then the next yes. thing you hit. Yeah, yeah, I, get, yeah, yeah. I totally get it. Because yeah, yeah. it's a bonus spike. action. All right, Serial. Uh, I'm going to cast. Uh, I'm going to bonus action cast Mass Healing Word. Okay. Roll your um, heals. 
Yeah, that's going to... Let's see. I can see within range. Uh, I'm in there. I can't see Marquail from here. Um, If I move... If I move down and to the right, could I see Mark Quail? Yep. And then still see everybody? Yep. Oh, well, I want to still keep my, my spiritual guardians within range of you everybody. You can't do both. You choose one or the other. No, no. I want to move down. Diagonal and down because cause it's I, a 60-foot range. No, no. Do you, do you lose concentration when you cast it? No, I don't. That's what I want. Okay. Can I move over to the, to the left one? There All we right. go. So I should still be within range of, except You're for the wolf. Or is yeah. the wolf, are these still alive? You're, the wolf and the queen. They are. are they... they are for now. Uh, okay. No, no. Um, sorry. Uh, SD is, is unconscious. The wolf is dead, isn't it? No. SD is unconscious. Okay. Is the wolf still alive? Or oh, that's dead too. Sorry, I didn't take it off. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So everyone's within sixty feet of me. Um, I am going to cast a healing word. Uh, uh, sorry, mass healing word. Uh, so everybody heals. I'm gonna cast it at level four. Okay. Uh, where's my spell? Here it is. Um, let me just make sure I can do up to six creatures. So. Which is your party? Go ahead. I'll do. Well, I'll do. Well, Arlo didn't really take any damage. So yeah, I'll do everybody, um, including myself. Roll it. Okay. So everybody heals. Oh, I rolled shitty. Everybody heals nine points, nine nine hit points. All right. All that. All it was that, good that I laid that, on hands. All that. All that build up for really not much. Well, okay, I rolled shitty. Okay. Um, and then uh, what I'm going to do? That's my bonus action for my action. I'm going to point at Jarl, and I'm going to. Um, channel divinity, and okay. I'm going to use. I'm going to do path to the grave. Um, I use channel divinity as an action to curse one creature I can see within thirty feet. Okay. You, until the end of my next turn, the next time my, uh, the next time you or an ally of yours hits the cursed creature with an attack, the creature has vulnerability to all of that attack's damage and then the curse ends. So it basically does double damage. Whatever the next damage attack is to the Jarl does double. I totally get it. Cursed. Yep. All right. Uh, anything else? Uh, and I'm, if I have any movement left, I'm just going to float a little bit. Well, no, I'm good. All right. So uh, it is the fire elemental appears and it's under your, so are you, what he, he has a, uh, yeah, I, I've got it. I've got it. Okay. I'm just going to start by touching the narwhal. I'm calling Nar the narwhal. The narwhal. <laughs> okay. Nard. Okay. For touch, that's plus six. So seventeen to hit. Um. Let's see. It does hit. Okay. He takes. Uh, 10 fire damage, er, no wait, 13 fire damage. Okay. And uh, now he's on fire, so he must, so at the start of his turn, he'll take a, a d10 damage, and uh, 
he All has right. to take action to put it out. And okay, then, so he's on fire, and he has to take an action to put it out. He, he it's his turn next. Hang on, I it's a multi attack. Oh, great. So now that Nanarf is sort of dealt with, uh, Polar Bear Two is next. Uh, that's a ten to hit. Uh, it does not. The yeah. ten does not. So that that's all for the fire elemental. All right. All right. The uh, this guy is on fire and he has to take an action to put it out. Yeah, but at the start of his turn, he'll take seven more fire damage. Okay. Um, he takes his action to put that out. Um, so as an action, um, bonus action, he basically puts his fire out and he's, uh, he's really pissed off. Um, uh, the polar bear sees this big creature and starts swiping at it. Um, not really clear what's going on here. I'll roll both polar bears. Uh, bite and uh, so uh, does hit the fire elemental twice he takes the polar bear takes five damage um, by hitting it with a melee attack um, the fire elemental takes um, nine pierce uh, tw sorry, 12 piercing damage from the claw. The second polar bear attacks, and I'll just roll both. I'm trying to make this go as fast as possible. Um, again, takes five five fire damage, but does uh, 13 slashing damage. So you're keeping track of that hit points. Um, the... Uh, hurt frost giant right here is uh, gonna attack Crispin again. He just got up. Uh, you are prone, so he has advantage. Also, he's you're flanked. Um, Twenty-two, and I know that hits. Yep, that hits. Yep. Uh, uh, let's see. Wait, is this a new round? Can I use blocking it, again? It is the same round. You use blocking okay. in the same round. No, no, no. It, it, he, he hadn't used No, blocking. no, this is the top is of the round. round. This is a new round. So this is this, a new round. Yeah. Also, yeah. did, did he is, make this a... This is still round three. You used it in this round. No, he had... No. They yeah. haven't attacked. Okay. I used it at the end of round two because I healed Oh, Kristen, okay. And he hasn't been touched since then. So what does it do for him? Um, It imposes disadvantage on the attack roll. Okay, then I'll... Then it's just a it's just straight roll. Um, also, also it, did he make the, a wisdom saving throw as well? Um, let's go for this. Um, 11. Okay, that fails. Uh, um, where's my spell? Oh, fifth level. Oops, wrong one. Uh, so he takes 26 points of radiant damage. 
Okay. He's hurt. He's the three at Crispin was a seventeen. I know that misses. And yeah. then since he's turned. He turns around and, and realizes you're the one hitting him. <laughs> finally, um, and takes a swing at you. Go for it. Uh, that is a natural twenty. Uh, I my Ooh. armor automatically undoes crits, so it's just, just it's just twenty. It's just twenty. Yep. All right. So you, you take three uh, D twelve. You take. Uh, 27 slashing damage. Okay. Uh, Roll your concentration. Yeah, let me just do the math on the, on that real quick. So, uh, okay. Okay. Concentration. Oh, yeah. Uh, nope, I get, I get advantage. Uh, 17. So, you, yeah, it still stays. It still succeeds, um, yeah. Jarl uh, succeeds on his dex. Um, or a wisdom? A, uh, sorry, wisdom with a 19. Okay, so he... he yeah, dex he actually has a minus one. Wisdom is <laughs> straight, straight, straight roll. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, so then he takes uh, 26, so 13 points of radiant damage. Okay. Uh, Crispin hits you because you're the only one he can hit right in front. Um, he hits you with uh, a 19. That does hit, right? That does not hit because oh, he's still, still active. Yep. No, you you. Black Razor, ma- Black Razor maintains the concentration, not me. Oh, okay. Uh, then the second one. Uh, that is uh, 24. 13 plus 9, or 13 plus 12, Jesus. Um, so, 20, uh, 27. Yeah, that hits. And uh, you take 30, um, no, 27 piercing damage. Okay. Wait, and that's... Yeah, he's not, ra- he's not per- raging. No, no, yeah. no, I have a question. Is this character taking their turn after Marquail? Where is this happening in battle? Like, what order? Because I was supposed to go I after Marquail, but I never went. You did go. You did the no. land hands. Yeah. You did land hands. Oh, okay. Hands. So yeah. that's still in this. Yes. Yeah, yeah. This we is... haven't changed. We haven't. Cha- we take all of our turns first, and then the fire yes. elemental, and then everybody else. The ogre is going oh. to run here. Got it. And this one's going to. They're just running down, and they're trying to. Attack the guy is attacking. Uh, they do then have to make wisdom saving throws as they're entering. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and 19? Uh, succeeds. Um, so half, he takes 11 points of radiant damage. This guy's having a bad day. Their speed uh, is halved now, yep. too. <laughs> um, so he takes swinging at Bryn. Uh, a 26, um, I assume that hits, Brent. You take yep, 13 bludgeoning damage. Um, the other one attacks Serial. Okay. That is 21. That hits. Okay, you take, it's, a. Uh, it's only 2d8, that's really weird. 
take uh, ten, uh, 13 piercing damage. Okay. I rolled. Oh, sorry, six. bludgeoning damage. Okay. I rolled a 16 on my concentration. Still concentrating. Yep. Um, uh, okay. Orla. Let me see if she gets her thing back. I rolled a 14 on my concentration. Do I still you're, maintain you're good. it? You do, yes. Okay, cool. Um, I you roll d6. We basically have to roll a 10 or greater okay. in order to maintain. She she doesn't um, have her lightning, but she does have her... Uh, she does have her greatsword, and she is going to run over this body's down. It's going to come... Actually, let's see. No, she wouldn't. She's going to smash this ogre with her first attack. Plus 14. Holy crap. 19 plus 14, I assume, hits. Um, mm -hmm. It's only a 33. <laughs> um, uh, she cleaves off the ogre's head. This is the second cleave off, who only had four hit points, and she rolled 30. <laughs> so the ogre's head just falls off and the ogre's body um, disappears. She moves and over she moves over to this other ogre. Um, takes the great sword. Jesus, 18 for 32. Um, let's see this <laughs> this ogre had three hit points. Two beheadings in one round. She's just cleaving off ogre heads. And, and uh, Twig is swooning. She gives you. She cleaves off two heads. Looks down to you. Gives you a wink, and moves <laughs> and moves this way. Her full movement. Oh boy! <laughs> boom, 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 boom. It's loud. Um, there's only this one frost giant in this round left. Um, so this guy. Uh, who was attacking Serial is going to attack you twice. Did he make his... Uh... Wait, did he go twice? Because he attacked me already. Yeah, he already round. attacked her. Oh, that's that's a... Uh... I'm sorry, it's this one up here. I, I have this icon. Wrong yeah. cross. I'd use that as the... The, uh, the yeah. fire elemental. All right, round. top of the round! Twig! Okay, so uh, inspired by uh, Horla, yep. uh, Twig uh, runs right up to Jarl, the Jarl. Uh, and he's kind of like standing in between uh, Talpeth and Crispin, and uh, you, you, you can't end your turn in the same in around the same space. You can go through them, but you can't end a turn there. Well, can can I go next to Crispin then? Or to the right of Crispin. Uh, there, there should be enough space to the right of Crispin there, right? Uh, I guess so. Sure. Yeah, okay. Okay. And uh, yeah, I am going to attack the Jarl with a wave okay and uh let me see i get advantage because he's engaged you get sneak attack well i get oh that's right i don't get advantage right right, right, right. okay so that's a 26 to hit that strikes okay and that is uh oh my gosh hold on a second Slightly longer session, but this is an extended combat. Uh, that would be uh, 38 damage. Double. 
It's not a Y. Oh, because of vulnerability. That's right. It's the first 38 hit. times two. What is, kind of damage is it? It's uh, green flame bay damage plus the no, regular slashing damage. It'd be slashing. Yeah. It's the damage type. Yeah. Um, Twig, call your shot. <laughs> Holy shit. You know what? I look down at Christmas and says, I got you, buddy. And I take that and I, I get him in the crotch and I reach up and I push it right up through his armor up to his chest. So Jarl, who's been fighting all this, suddenly sees this little halfling come up with a basically a four foot tall trident, which is because <laughs> it's shrunk to your size. Yeah. And, and it pulls up, so you leap and shove it up in the right under his belly where the armor just has the slightest gap. Mm -hmm. Push it in and you feel the entrails, the heart, and it ends in his heart. I, I, I feel like also because of the curse, there's like a little purpley energy around him too. Yeah, his, his entire body kind of <laughs> thrives and he just looks at everyone around him. A and twist. he just slumps down into a fetal position and falls down dead. And Twig is bathed in entrails. <laughs> oh, as again. he should be! <laughs> All right. So uh, his wife failed her uh, saving throws? Uh, there's know. no one to heal her. We don't know. Uh, well, Crispin could have... Well, Crispin anyway, anyway, moving on, moving on, Crispin. All right, I'm going to uh, go ahead and attack that frost giant that's right there in front of me. Then, yep. Uh, so that's uh, twenty twenty five to hit. Uh, that hits. What's your damage? Um, fifteen damage. Okay. Um, then I'm going to go ahead and bonus action rage. Okay. Ah, second rage. Yeah. I love that fiery mohawk. <laughs> yeah. This guy looks up, you hit him, and then all of a sudden he sees this fire from your head. He, his eyes get a little wide. <laughs> and that's... Um, and he a, shrugs. Another 27 to hit. Yep, damage. And that's six. 18 damage this time. Call your shot. Uh, I'm going to just uh, come from his shoulder and go down out through his armpit. Okay. So you slice down all the way, and all of a sudden, there's this big seam that appears. And the head just kind of slides down slowly off of his body, and the body falls the other way. Uh, you have 138 temporary hit points. And you are, you are still hasted from Black... You get, I mean, you still have movement. Yeah, so I'm going to take my um, the 80 feet of movement now and see if I can get it up there to the NA. Nar, nar, what is his name? Narwhal? Nanarf. 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 Anyway. All right. Uh, okay. Now I have advantage on my attacks. So I'm going to hit him. That, was that your first attack? That first was my second. second. First and second. Okay, and this is your third and attack. This is my third attack, yeah. Okay. So that is um, a 29 to hit. All right. How much damage? Oh, the nine. You see this guy's 
basically wearing um, chainmail. So. This is 25 damage. All right. He's badly. He's just badly hurt. He's got this fire elemental, and all of a sudden you appear around a pillar and just slap at him. And the slice actually cuts across his face because he was running away from the elemental. He now has a diagonal scar across his face. All right. Uh, Bryn, Marquail, Talfa, Serial. End this. Bryn? All right. So I am going to run to the east and stand on the end of that. Actually, can I climb up on the body of the giant that's dead on that little bench right there? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to stand on him. <laughs> Standing on the dead body. Okay. And uh, <laughs> I'm actually going to... He gonna... leaps across and stands on a body. <laughs> um, and I'm going to shoot at the polar bears. So I'm going to shoot at polar bear one. All right. Uh, so that's a six. No. You know, they're they're wearing barding, but it still doesn't appear they're high armor class. So That's a 16 to hit. It does hit. Cool. So that's a 8 plus 3 is 11 plus 3 fire damage is 14 plus sharpshooter. 24 damage. 24? Okay. Yep. All right. Oh. All right. And then second arrow is 24 to hit. How much damage is that? Um, that's 8, 11, 30, 12, 22 damage. Uh, call your shot. Nice. Um, I want to um, shoot, if I can, with sharpshooter. Get it like right in the snout so it goes up the nostril. Okay, as he's... And tickles his brain. <laughs> and there's this like feather he's trying to get out of his nostril, and he just kind of falls down sprawled. <laughs> Bearskin rug. <laughs> and the other polar bear looks down at him, confused. <laughs> All right. And that's my turn. All right. Fantastic. All right, uh, Markwell. Okay, out of everyone who's left, who looks the best? Uh, honestly, Nanarva's badly hurt, and Polar Bear has not been hit yet. All right, I'm gonna run up there, up on the table, like. Okay. Forward, so I can get an angle on him. Yep. No, not off the table, just forward, ah. straight forward. Oh, okay, got it. Okay, now that I have an angle on him, I'm going to do a finger gun. <laughs> is, is that fireball? Nope. Oh, what is it? It is a thin green ray disintegrate. Oh my Ooh, gosh. Oh, nice. Save. What save? He must deck save, and I'm giving him a d4 penalty with my uh, meta magic. All right. Uh, okay, so um, my 18 minus. Um, let's see. Uh, minus four turns into um, that was a four uh, turns into 14. Okay, uh, so he takes. <laughs> oh my god, that's awesome. Uh, Seventy force damage. Seventy. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay, what does disintegrate to? Because he has 42 hit points. 
Uh, so, so, you know the end of that one movie that I can't mention because copyright? No. No. Where everyone's like... <laughs> you can, you can mention a movie. That doesn't matter. Okay, all right. Uh, you know the end of Infinity War? Where he just... Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can mention that. It's just a it's like movie. like that. So, all basically, right. he just starts turning into dust from his tail forward and his eyes widen and he just disappears and you see yeah. dust fall to the ground okay and uh i'm not done yet i understand uh rapid fire cantrip uh was that a bonus action no that's an action yeah but you can't so you can't do two actions unless you have sorcery points to allow you to do yeah, I do. I'm oh, okay. Bonus oh, action. oh, making this bonus action. Got it. Boy, man, sorcery is interesting. It's been a while, but yeah, uh, uh, so you're doing well. What are you doing? Uh, fire bolts. <laughs> okay. On the man. <laughs> uh, that's a fourteen to hit. Uh, that unfortunately it does. You feel it burns this tunic, but it stops at the chainmail. Alright. That's all. <laughs> nice round, man. What the heck? Talfef and then Serial. And then the uh, Fire Elemental. Okay, so I'm gonna drink a potion of speed, which doubles my speed to 50 feet to get close to Nanarf. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to um... Missy step behind everybody, like to the, yeah, that direction. Okay. But I want to be next to the FG two. Well, that's that's a uh, fire elemental. That's oh, our that's whales. our fire elemental. Okay, yeah. yeah then then right there's probably the best spot. Okay, so the only thing left we have to deal with. Hit him. Um, that's both my action no. and my. Your, your bonus action was drink a potion. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then my action... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 my action was the... No, bonus... Action was to drink the potion. Bonus action was the misty step. Okay, and that's it. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. Serial. Um... Huh. <laughs> well, I'm going to... 5, 10, 15... So it's just... The Nanar, I can't even see him from there. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. I'm going to move as close as I can get. Or one more over to the right. There okay. you go. So I can see him. Huh. I, uh, is he looking really hurt? Badly hurt. I, uh, I'm just going to say. Um, He's been burned, bleeding, shot with arrows. He's right. having a bad day. I'm just going to say, uh, hey. Didn't he get within your little aura or whatever that. Technically, he did. Okay. Uh, That's right, he has to roll. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he got a six. Uh-oh. I, I wanted to talk to him. I may have just accidentally killed him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think talking is the issue anymore. That's uh, so sorry, yeah, well, you know. I'm... Hey, let's talk. Oops. <laughs> uh, Damage. We'll talk to your I, severed head when we're I done. Oh, no. I rolled... Um, 25 points of radiant damage. Okay, so as you move closer and you're about to cast a spell, your 
what are they? Flat, they're, what are they're, they? they're flying like little baby wolves and ravens. Just... So he's, he's basically looking around like seeing surrounded. And all of a sudden these swirling ravens start flying around. And he's like. <laughs> and they, they eat away at his flesh. And he falls uh, down dead. Uh, yeah, 25 hit points. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Uh, whoops. All right. Um. Um, like that, well, that was my movement. Um, well, that was my movement. Yeah. All right. Uh, Let's, uh, hold on a second. Um, <laughs> so, given that this is a long episode, you guys have defeated Jarl Grugnar. You have a bunch of dead bodies. You now have Nanarv, who, when he dies, you realize you fought this guy with them before. He is, was actually an Oni. So he wow. falls down and he turns into a large creature. You guys are pushed a little bit aside. The fire elemental, given that combat is over, you're dis dispelling him? So we have to wait a minute until he's gone. So he's just there. Okay, so let's do this. Let's let's end this episode here. And when we when we for episode 46 next, because this is this has gone a little longer, we're going to find out what you find. Um, what else is in this area and what else is in the... And, and how much um, XP we got. Uh, I will do that at the... I'll actually do that at the beginning of next session. Cool. Um, uh, fantastic job, guys. Um, I think uh, that was uh, probably the biggest combat, like the toughest combat you guys have had, I think. Except for Suladani. That was tough. That was more irritating. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Um, actually, I can do this now um, as we're finishing. Um, let's see. I'm going to give this up. Let me move that guy. Um, because I have to remove the storm giant because you're not going to get experience from someone to help you. Um, okay. You get, uh, I have to add the, I have to, one second. You can do it when we come back. Nope, we got time. You get 4,175 experience points. Wow. Ooh, nice. Wow. 4,000. Is that level 12? Yeah, that's level 12. Level 12. All right, so um, you will be able on your next long rest to level up. Start thinking bet between this and next week for your uh, what you're going to do for your level 12 items. Nice. Cool. Nice. Ooh.